conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six and a half minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866. As we start a brand new hour, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba all here. Uh, you've got Osama Big Noggin and uh, Hash Brown Hero, Rick and Bubba University students, earning that degree in common sense. Common sense now has become a superpower. And we welcome back for a brand new hour, Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here, glad to be reporting for duty. And, you know, at some point today, I think we really just need to, because tomorrow's going to be crazy, the big year ender. Big year ender, yeah. Uh, just, just say a heartfelt thank you to the whole audience for allowing us to do this for 25-plus years now. Yep. Unbelievable. Yeah, you, unbelievable. you are. The, I, I don't want to steal Dan Moultrie's word, but unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> well, the audience is the fuel. If there if there is no audience, there is no Rick and Bubba show, and, and if there is no audience, there are no advertisers, which means there's no ability for this to – uh, pay people to uh, to do it, and uh, so you guys make it happen. Your encouragement over the the last twenty five years, as Bubba said, is unbelievable. We we've been through a lot of highs, we've been through lows, we've been through uh, you know everything in between, and uh, you guys have been there with us, laughing, crying, encouraging, um, you know, get, getting angry, you know, when we need to, and and um, it has been um, it has been an incredible journey, and excited about uh, what still lies ahead. But uh, you guys have, have been the fuel that has us still on the air, however and wherever you're catching the show right now. We are here because of your devotion to the show and your support of the show. And I love the emails and the, the calls about how oh, people yeah. you know, say they have to have this show to get through the day and how sometimes we motivate them. Uh, but I, I tell you, you guys motivate us. Yeah. I, I can't can't underline that enough. Yep. We're just very, very blessed to have this relationship with you guys. No doubt. And uh, so thank you all very much. Uh, interesting, um, I, I got this from a person, you know, talking this time of year, you know, there's always the discussion, and we're going to ask Speedy how, how he's doing after yesterday. Uh, but there's always discussion about husbands and wives and gifts and, you know, hey, if I want to get my husband a gift, can you guys tell me whether this is a good gift? Uh, you heard us talk to the the woman who was from up north that said, I don't, un- I don't understand my husband's obsession with a pickup truck and and some of the ways that we can help uh this is a tough one here um and i and i'm i'm cautious to read it because this could be fuel for wives everywhere uh but it's so funny i think i have to oh boy uh, here is this rick my wife told me the other day when discussing are we going to get each other anything for christmas her quote is I just want you to spend as much money on me this Christmas as you have spent feeding deer. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Uh-oh. Wow. Shot. And uh, and the quote was, if you, he said that he said that he returned fire by saying, 
Well, now, if you're talking weekly, that's fine. But if you're talking monthly, I can never afford you. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I grab out one week. Yeah. This was also the person who had the great line, the Democrats look about as useful to this country as a lifeguard on the Dead Sea. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, wow. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so some great lines from, from him today. Uh, so be careful with that one. You know, that's a... Uh, I know that just gave a lot of wives fuel, but yeah. it, it was so funny I couldn't pass up on it. Right. <laughs> uh, so speaking of this, Speedy, um, how did you fare uh, when last we visited with you, uh, Ryan Greenwood had started a GoFundMe page for you, which he has since taken down and refunded all donations. Um, what did it get up to? Do you know? About I don't. I, I don't know. It, there's still a link that says, "Hey, it's going on," but they're not taking donations. Right. It's just a funny now. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Ryan. Yeah, that was a that was a funny because that you, was a good one, by the way. And 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 kind of a you know a comedy of errors. Uh, your in laws thought that the fact that you kind of have a reputation for being cheap did no that 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 you had caused them to stop doing Dirty Santa because you have the most kids. Uh, okay, right. and stop. Yeah, right. Well, I'm just saying you said that. I, it, I mean, no. You said everybody thinks we caused it. I mean, I'm not bragging or anything, but that's what happened. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, here we are talking about it again. I think I survived yeah. a little bit of yesterday, and here we go again. Yeah. But, that was my, I just want to know, did but you get in trouble? Because your wife told you not to talk It was two honest it. mistakes going back and forth right. with uh, two family members. Right. And one thinking, oh, we'll just not do them. When, and then the other thinking, well, I was just using y'all as an example because you're the largest family we have, right. not because I have a reputation of being cheap. Right. Well, I'm saying, Just to be clear. Right. Well, you, people are blaming you for it. Right. Uh, on, right. A, on a mistake. Yeah. And, and everybody's I, like, well, I can see that. Right. Yeah. And everybody said, well, yeah, no surprise there. <laughs> and I, I, I get how fake news works. Oh, yeah. I mean, because if yeah. you push that fake news uh, enough, then oh, yeah. people start to think it's real. Oh, yeah. If you say something enough, people just buy oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And people think, I mean, I, I'm at the thrift store every day and stuff, mm-hmm. which there's nothing wrong with thrift, thrift store shopping. Wow, no, we've gone and gotten some good stuff good there. Well, Matter of fact, JC got a shirt there not too I mean, long ago. You don't ago have to be wanted. cheap, but you don't have to be highfalutin either. You know, that's new now. That's in. Yeah, Go my, to my kids do that um, but, which I'm thankful for. So uh, yeah, really. So the update is, and and the audience, I love them. Now somebody took it too far and came up onto my property and walked all the way up to my garage where the gate is and hung cigarettes on on, on my on my gate leading into my back porch, and and left a card saying I'm just trying to help. You know. Um, <laughs> And that's kind of a good one. Now it's a little concerning that somebody walked on right. our property doing that. Um, and hopefully, I know that person. Yeah, I think it's probably somebody. And you know and if I well. do, I'll find out and I'll get you back. But um, <laughs> nobody and then, and then not you had, on camera. And then had, yeah, which is weird. Which means they skirted around. Um, <laughs> I got I got I got cameras. one spot I need to get. You yep. Got a dead spot. Yep. yep. And I'll get that corrected. As far as Terry goes, um, I think I have survived it a little bit until probably today, and then we're bringing it back up. What she said about it yesterday? She yesterday, and I, I had a good day mm. yesterday because it was so busy as a family. Mm. We had so much coming on, yeah. going on. Tyler coming back into right. town. I had somebody at the house. We we just were going, and 
she did the grocery store run for Christmas oh, because we're hosting. Yeah, man. Trying it's to get ahead one. of it. It's a big bill. Oh, boy, is it. Everybody's and coming to the Cove. Everybody's coming to the Cove for Christmas. That's three buggies. And and she was it's up. It's a Cove Christmas. You're right. And Thank she God came up. Off Christmas at the Cove. That's a Hallmark movie. It is. Yeah. How do you like this? I like this better. Christmas at the Cove. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It sounds like a Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. Right. The only two could watch. Calvin Speedy Wilburn comes back home after a, being a huge success to a little small town Cove. Mm. Where they're having Christmas, right. yeah, and then he discovers, you know what? I always try to get out of this place, but I realize this is where life really is. Why was I trying to dust this, uh, wipe the dust of this little community off and go out to the big time? It's better here than New York City. <laughs> That's a Hallmark movie. Is that it? Yeah. 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 This it. is me. This That's is really. You make your final decision after you've already sent everything back to the mm-hmm. big city. You go and you see the Christmas tree lit, and you just call and tell them you're not coming back. And then you run down mm-hmm. the streets of the cove screaming, I mm-hmm. have a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but after work, she went there. So by the time she gets home, and she even called, you know, and, and, and was like, and you know how you try to keep the, the conversation going to where it doesn't, well, hey, let me, let's, let's talk about, so I was bringing up anything and everything, you know, well, what are you doing? Okay, going, okay, all right, well, do what? Okay, I got to go. And I just stayed busy all day. And then so she comes in and she's all distraught. And I think that took the focus off of what happened because she was upset that the grocery store aisles were already empty. That's good. And everybody was upset where she went. Yes. All the customers were complaining oh, because yeah. there was nothing out. And, and she thought she was getting ahead of it because she knows this weekend is going to be crazy. Yeah. So now we got to go back. And it was a mess. So y'all and never that, really talked about and it. And that took the conversation. I like it. And, and really, I was pleased because I then stayed busy. Yeah, okay. And then when that was over, I tried to get mm-hmm. out and do something else. So we really never – and I did have a conversation with her on the phone about it yesterday. She was extremely displeased uh, mm-hmm. with what I did. But she's more concerned of how the family too much going on. She can't really it. she can't really land on. Yeah, it. she can live with it. She's more concerned about how will the family members yeah. take it because it was about them, and and hopefully they didn't take offense. Well, to well, it. well, this because show, it was two honest mistakes. This show well, is Dirty Santa back on now. No, I haven't. I haven't talked to any of them. And then you. And then in the movie, well, uh, it's kind of uh, late now. Uh, Christmas at the Cove, and then you like go into Bubba's office and he's sitting behind his desk, and you're trying to tell him about, hey man, we just need a little bit of help. Can you help me? He goes, a sentimental hagwash. Okay, I like that. He's, he's Mr. Now, Potter. Does he has he had meniscus surgery to, yet? Sentimental hagwash. How did I get to be Mr. Potter? George I be Mr. Bailey, <laughs> Calvin Wilburn. Is his leg up from surgery? What is that? Yes, yes okay, I'm sure it is. It is. So. Uh, uh, so you're okay right now. So far, I'm okay. Until, I, I'm a little until, concerned until your family shows up and starts bringing it up. I don't know who brought cigarettes to my house. That's the first. That's thing disturbing. I, th- that's the first thing funny. I got to figure out. It is funny. Thanks, Greg. And uh, and then the other thing is, uh, I was I was pleased to see that the money was refunded from the GoFundMe deal because I was like, yeah, I don't. We're, you know. we're gonna keep that going. Uh, and then, uh, but as far as Terry goes, she was distracted and upset more on the grocery store and her experience there. How could I be Mr. Else. Potter when I was the largest donor to your GoFundMe? Central oh, did you? Agway. You're so sweet. Did you not look at the list? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't think it was real. Okay, $73. Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. Two minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. And lines are available for you. And here we go. A long distance, directly assistance. Every quote, two on two. 30 seconds a pop. At the end of 30 seconds, the old buzzer sounds. 
your time on the program comes to a close. We move to the next caller. It's going to be moving quickly. Bubba's got a timeout. So does Helmsy, but they can only use them one time. Uh, let's start uh, with Caleb out of Arab. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Caleb, go ahead. You got 30 seconds. Yes, I was talking about the Trump, Trump impeachment. Trump, Trump gets impeached. Couldn't he run again next year, too, the next election, and two more, or two more terms? Then we go through this and talk about this okay, in great he, details. He yeah. has been impeached. That means nothing other than he's going to have a trial in the Senate. Yeah. If he is removed, now here's, I've been told so many different things, and I've tried to read up on it. I do know this, that if they vote to remove the president, they take a second vote that says, can he ever run again? Okay, now, uh, I, I've read get, that. Okay, so I think some of these things we're hearing, I, I, I don't really know what the deal is. I don't know if he could run again. I don't know if that doesn't complete a term, so you get extra terms. We've been told so many things. I really don't know, Rick, and I'm going to do something that I know a lot of people will not do in our society today. I'm just going to tell you, I don't know. Okay, yeah, don't know the answer to that. No, sentimental highway. <laughs> I thought that that caller last hour that said, "What was it? The pants and this and that." Well, that was that gave me a headache. <laughs> Greg, yeah, I don't think you can do all that. No. Greg in Mississippi. Greg, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, man. I saw this morning people were so upset about this uh, impeachment thing that they were only buying right-handed Twix bars. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's funny. Uh, let's go to Casey, Alexander City. Casey, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so I was just um, kind of thinking to myself, you know, if the Democratic Party aren't, if they're not, um, you know, doing what they were elected for, uh, can we as the people not um, take away their right to govern? Well, you can vote them out. Well, that's the thing. You you get that right at the ballot box every time you uh, you vote. And in the House, they flip them over every two years. So Yeah. And, uh, you know, what's really looking back, I don't think they ever thought that people would want to do it so long. Uh, no. But two years is so quick. It's almost like the representatives don't do anything but campaign. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's set up that way. The House is supposed to be the, you know, the passion of the country, and the Senate's supposed to be the sense of it. So, you know, they turn over quick, so you get uh, the trends that are going on, and then the Senate has six years, and they cool everything down. Hank and Dothan, News Talk 103.9. Hank, go ahead, buddy. Hey, Rick and Bubba, Green Acres. Hey, I appreciate you calling. What's on your mind? Awesome. Hey, I made it in. This means I won the drone, right? <laughs> <laughs> you should have saved this call. <laughs> that drone looks so lonely up there. Look, it it's the last one. It looks there. so lonely. It could fly. Right. Hey. 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 Let's go to <laughs> Dwayne and Valley. Dwayne, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Look here, good morning, gentlemen. I got a quick issue, and it ain't politics. I'm in Valley, Alabama, and there was a young man in church this past weekend was telling me that how many kids in Valley High School brings guns, and the teachers and the principals are not aware of it. I want to make it very much aware right now today, listening. Gentlemen, y'all need some metal protectors in Valley High School because there's too much gun violence as it is in the life in this world today, and uh, things need to be taken care of. Thank you, sir. That's almost like it was a public service announcement yeah, to a well. community. Uh, and uh, thank you for calling. Eight six six, we be big. Let's go to uh, let's go to Barry in Georgia. Barry, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Green Acres. Thanks hey, for the call. Go ahead. Uh, I was wanting to say thank you all. Y'all been an important part of my life at some key points when I had a lot going on. Uh, y'all very inspirational. You helped me through some stuff. 
And uh, I just want to say Merry Christmas to y'all and your families. Hope y'all have a good year. Looking forward to 26. Thank you, man. I appreciate that very much. And Bubba said it earlier, and I agree with him. You guys have been equally inspiring to us when we needed to get through some tough stuff, and uh, your encouragement has has been uh, equally as important to all of us. But thank you for the call, and Merry Christmas to you. Uh, We continue. James in Adamsville. James, uh, go ahead. 30 seconds. Good morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. Hey, good morning. Uh, first off, uh, Merry Christmas. Hey, back Merry, at you. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to make a prediction real quick about this Trump ordeal. Uh, it's going to go into the Senate. Senate is going to try it. Uh, Democrats are going to be busted out. Some of them are going to go to jail, and, and Trump wins next year by a landslide. Y'all have a good day. Thank you, buddy. Uh, good to hear from the fireman. 866-WE-BE-BIG. <laughs> Kathy in Tuscaloosa. Kathy, go right ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, um, I don't know if you guys have heard or not. Um, I'm probably behind the times, but I just found out last night Netflix is coming out with a new show um, where Jesus is homosexual and his mother, Mary, smokes pot. Um, A friend of mine called them to confirm that, apparently, and they they basically told her, uh, yes, there is a show like that, and uh, if you're offended, we're sorry. I just kind of wondered if you heard about it. It is out there. Yeah, well, that's not surprising. I know there's been some... It's not the first time they've, you know, portrayed Jesus that way either. Yeah, there's been some people this, that have, this, but this one's probably going to, it sounds like going to be the most blatant. It's some it's kind a, of it's, it's a comedy. Yeah. It's a comedy group from yeah. England or somewhere. That's who it is. Brazil, maybe? Maybe. Brazilian maybe. Christmas parody, I think. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're supposedly. I did see this the other day. Well, they, they oh, certainly. Really? I wouldn't buy stock in the company. Mm-hmm. They certainly, certainly lack wisdom since the Bible says wisdom begins with fear of God. Undoubtedly, they don't have any. Eight six six, we be big is our number. Uh, let's go to um, uh, let's go to Yogi out of Walker County. Yogi, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How are you? Merry Christmas, guys. Thank you, Yogi. Hey, uh, don't you guys think it's weird how little reporting has been from the FISA court judge issuing yeah. the order the other day to the FBI? I mean, it is amazing how there's not been reporting at all, except on Fox and you hear it on Rush, you know. But uh, to me, that's just very odd. That is. Is being put down that much or covered up? I, I saw a report on yeah. the three major networks. They gave zero seconds to it yesterday, uh, and then all this other about impeachment stuff. But the FISA court, who is supposed to be the secret court, Rick has made a, has put out a statement telling the FBI basically get your crap together. Yeah, uh, it it this thing with the dossier and how the how this court was abused and used and. Um, you know, manipulated. Really- That's exactly what it was. It, it was it was a m- manipulation of what is supposed to be a lawful procedure, uh, so that we can have secrets, but yet still follow, you know, the the basic tenets of our of our laws. And they they made a mockery of it. Shouldn't we care about that? that yeah, big, we should care in, about in that it. Big deal. We really should care about it. Uh, We'll be back bottom of the hour, uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. As we make our way back, well, we're, we're trying to get to that goal of 100 children sponsored through Compassion International, uh, and those 100 children being sponsored by various members of the Rick and Bubba family. And uh, we really would love for you to, to pray this up and to make a move. And thanks to all of you that already have. And I uh, love you giving me the 
the updates and the email and letting us see the, the pictures of the kids that you have sponsored. Uh, it's exciting to see that. Uh, if you haven't uh, sponsored a child, we're not to our goal of 100 yet. We'd like to get there. Uh, and if, uh, if you feel like this is something you'd like to consider in the hustle, hustle and bustle of, of this season has made it difficult to, for you to sit down and, and consider this, uh, it, it's, we're only talking, you know, uh, uh, 30-something dollars a month. And, uh, and, and I don't know the exact figure, but it's, it's right around in between 30 and $35 a month. You can go and sponsor a child through Compassion International, uh, and the impact that you'll have on that child, that child's family and the community will be paramount. Uh, they'll work through a local church, so you're, you, the spiritual needs of the child and the family are being met as well because we certainly are, are not in the business of trying to make people more comfortable as then they go to hell. Uh, so the, the spiritual part of that is also in play. So if you'd like to be part of this, and uh, and we'd love for you to, go to Compassion.com slash Bubba right now. That way if you sponsor a child through that URL, it'll be part of our goal of 100 children. Uh, if you'd like to talk to somebody, would you mention it to them so they also can add you to that? 855-293-2323. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Uh, all right, so we, we were talking about early signing date uh, for college football, and one of the biggest – uh, recruits out there is um, Emmett Smith's son. Is that right? Mm-hmm, and he's yeah. announced that he will. Uh, he'd already announced, but he officially signed that he would go with on the early signing with with Stanford. Is that correct? That is correct. correct. Yeah. And you were telling me, Bubba, this uh, this conversation that's been going on with Emmett Smith, and really cool that the son uh, was complimenting his father, saying that look, my dad um, did let me make this decision myself. Certainly, as the son wanted advice, I'm sure the, his dad provided it. Uh, but it ultimately, as Emmett made clear, was his son's decision uh, to go to Stanford, and he he certainly sees uh, that a Stanford education, you know, is, is of great value, and for that to be offered to him to play football, uh, he felt like that was the best route for him. Uh, and Emmett Smith said, you know, you were telling me, look, I love the Gators, I'll always be a Gator, uh, and, and but but when it comes to where my son wants to play college football, then. I will support him wherever he plays. Yeah, do I don't mm-hmm. know. Do we have the clip of him? Uh, I think he was on ESPN talking about it. Do we, do I, I don't know if we have that. I'm, I'm I mean, just we, we're showing we highlights yeah. of EJ here. We didn't yeah. let you know ahead of time. I didn't know if y'all might have your finger on the trigger yeah, with right. it. But um, yeah, Rick, he he basically said that. I mean, and you know, he was getting highly praised for that. Um, and I mean, I thought it was good, and I didn't think it was Father of the Year material. It's pretty common sense. Uh, yeah, it? yeah, yeah I mean, it was. But I think in comparison to some of the things we've seen in the past years, where a player announced he was going somewhere and his mama told him he wasn't, started slapping him, and you know, so yeah. some of those things, I guess it is good. But it, you know, he said, "Look, I'm a Gator. I'll always be a Gator. We're a Gator family. But this is my son's trip and uh, his journey." I think was the quote he used, and he'll have to make those choices. So it is his journey and we'll support him wherever he goes. Yeah. We'll put the the hat on. And like I told you, I always felt that way too. And I know you have too. wherever they go and whatever they do, we'll support them because that's what you do as a father. Well, yeah, I'll I'll go this far. And like you said, I agree with you a hundred percent. I think if you're a person and your child or your son or daughter, uh, I mean, not son or daughter, or if you're, your dad, you know, coaches a team and your son or daughter coaches a team or plays for the team and you pull against them, I think that's weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> right. It is weird. It is weird. I, 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 I mean, I, I, I was saying blood's thicker than water. And, I, I, I think, and you can go back and like I say, we know players 
this is not the first time a parent said this. We know players who have played, you know, in the most hated rivalry in the world, Auburn and Alabama, whose parents went to the other school. They cheered for their son, put the school colors on, and when they were done, they went right back to the fan they was, you know, and that mm-hmm. is how you should handle this. I think we do have the clip. It'll now. be is coming right? out of Skype, Okay. Rick. <clears throat> All right, so here we go. Uh, you ready? Okay, no, I'm sorry. He's got to make a switch. My bad. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I misread you. But, but, um, misread, misread. But, but let me tell you this. If you really would not pull for your family member because they decided to go to or coach a team that wasn't your team, I just think that's weird. Yeah. I, I, now, I, I, it, I think you're. That I think all you're, sounds I, good talking about it today. Now, if I'm a Gator fan, mm-hmm. I am a little crushed that you go, hey, come on, Emmett, couldn't you? <laughs> Right. Well, Didn't you steer him our way. Well, I, I, th- I, I think I think he probably was in the what he said. I think you probably make some suggestions, but ultimately, you don't want your child to begrudgingly go. And I will tell you this: I think for a kid, some some want to do it, some don't. I think when you're the kind of player that Emmett Smith was at Florida, I think even though your son is really good, he I think he it's obvious to me he probably picked Stanford because of the education, but. Uh, and and they do have a good football team, but but ultimately, if I'm a graduate from Stanford, he may be wanting to do something right. career wise. You know, if he doesn't go to the NFL or mm-hmm. even after the NFL, that this will help him with. But I think when you go to where your dad was a superstar, and his picture is everywhere, mm-hmm. and you've got to go out on the field, and the rest of your the entire time you're there, you're going to be compared. They're to talking about yeah. your dad, and they're talking about your dad, and they're talking about your dad. And I think sometimes it's healthy. Sometimes it's healthy. For the children of these type of players with that kind of shadow, go somewhere else and do their own thing. And make your own shadow. Right. Yeah. You, and, and you goes, mentioned – go ahead. No, I was just going to say it goes much deeper than Florida. He had choices between Georgia, Ohio State, and Texas A&M to make, as well as Florida and Stanford. Yeah. You mentioned Emmett Smith of the world that played, but you also mentioned coaches. I remember last spring Mike Bianco, who is the coach at Ole Miss Baseball, his son plays at LSU, and like Bubba said, everybody wishes that that he would have been there because he's really, really good. But there is a moment where his son hits a walk-off home run against Ole Miss, and as he rounds third base, just kind of looks in the dugout, and his dad can't help but grin. Right. It was an awesome moment, but it goes to show you what yeah. you're saying. He needed to go make his own way right. and not be in that shadow that right. was at Ole Miss. Yeah. Okay. And well, I mean, his dad didn't say give him a fastball to get to you off on. He right. probably was trying sure. to strike him out. But sure. if he performs, you have to be happy for yeah. him. Yeah. 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 All right. So here's Emmett Smith probably saying everything I've already said. Yeah. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. First and foremost, I want to thank EJ. my family and God for putting me in this position. Um, I want to thank Jesuit, my coaches, my teachers, and everybody for helping me through my journey. I also want to thank Shelton for all the things that they have done for me in order to be in this position. And the next four years, I'm going to Stanford University. Oh, so he's uh, so he put the Stanford hat right by the Florida hat. That was kind I of mean, cool. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> but he, he didn't even do a switcheroo. No, he didn't. He didn't. Oh, I forgot which one. 
Uh, he's got all these signs. Yeah. Which one do I sign? Yeah. Second one, right? Easy. Second one? Yeah, he's asking, which one am I supposed to sign? I've got them all laid out here in front of me. <laughs> not the one with the contract for Nike. Not yet. Yeah, oh, well, no, not, not that one. Yeah, not yet. Ain't quite all that worked out yet. But when he went on to talk about what we just mentioned, but when he said it's helped me a lot with my maturity, the way my dad's stepped aside and only been there to consult me but right. he's letting me make this decision well he's letting he his said, son it's really help me he's letting his son be a man yeah and he's teaching him how to be yeah. a man and how to make decisions mm-hmm. and and i'll be here for you because right. you're you're a young man you're not you're not a, a full-grown man yet and if you need my help i'm here to mentor you mm-hmm. but ultimately as a man let's let's let you start making decisions about your life uh that you think are the best ones right. and you know and not not to that level but Going, sure. th- going through something not near at that level with with things with my oldest son, it was more about do you want to go to one AA school or Division two school or do you want to take one of these two invited walk-ons to Division one school? And, you know, here, here's the good and the bad. Dad, what do you think? Well, here's the good and the bad of both. But ultimately, uh, you decide. Yep. You know, you know what you want to try to do. And then at the end of it all, you can look back and say, hey, that was the right decision or – Hey, if I had it going over, doing it differently, I might do it this way. But you know, you give suggestions, and they yep. ask you, and you, you and give try you some, to look at the good and the bad, and give, then let give, them make the call. Give you yeah, some yeah. clarity on it all. But in this case, um, the weird part is is if anybody thinks that Emmett Smith's not going to pull for Stanford, yeah, now. I mean, that's just that's <laughs> now, just strange. Let Rick, me tell you, uh, I put, and the reason why I think huh. it's easier for us because Greg and I came from a coaching thing, and we were fortunate. Our dad did not move a lot. He he, his whole career was at three schools. Uh, so we yeah. did, we didn't have to do a lot of moving around, but but I and, and I will tell you this: you watch it. I mean, look what just happened with Lane Kiffin. Okay, Lane Kiffin told you that he loved Tennessee, that he loved USC, that he loved the Oakland Raiders, that he loved uh, Florida. Florida Atlantic, and then in in twenty four hours he went from loving Florida Atlantic to it's a great day to be a rebel. So. <laughs> You know that's the real world. Yeah. Okay. That that's the real world. Yeah, it's a uh, job. Yeah, it's and, a job. and so yeah. when when it when it comes into where if, when it comes to family, wherever your family is, that's your team. Rick, uh, you know, recruiting is what we do for fun between college football games, and uh, depending on who's ranking the classes, ESPN's rank came out of the signing period so far. Clemson number one, Alabama two, Ohio State three, LSU four, Auburn five, Georgia six. Florida 7, Texas A&M 8, Michigan 9, and Texas rounding out the top 10. So, as Nick Saban said yesterday, and I, he said he's really not worried about the rank today. He said three years from now, let's see where this team finishes. Then, then we'll get a grade on how good we did. Yep. So true. That's true. We'll come back. Uh, Bubba, look at line one there. Uh, ah! We'll, uh, we'll come back and we'll test the season. Mason, <laughs> Mason, we'll, we'll get your story right after this. Hang in there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Boom. Gift number 11 in the 12 working days of Christmas. Could happen at any time on the program today. Are you focused? Are you ready? Do you have your redial finger ready to go? It will be a drone today, a $1,300 drone that we will be giving away a Moultrie Mobile. We'll give you a Moultrie Mobile system with that as well. Mason is actually in the woods, and he claims that he was listening to the program as he took a deer today. Uh, Mason, how about it, buddy? 
Hey guys, this is uh, actually Nathan, but it don't matter. Um, oh, Nathan, was, Nathan, Nathan. Yeah, because yeah. it sounded like you said Mason again. No wonder they put Mason up on the board. Yeah, all right. Nathan, yeah. Well, he was probably whispering at the time. Right? Yeah. Hey, Nathan. Go yeah. Ahead. Right, go ahead, man. I was ahead. sitting in the I, I was sitting in the stand watching a trail. Places ate up with deer tracks. Mm. One comes through, looking at, and he's coming straight towards me. And I realize it's a doe, but I'm I haven't seen anything. I've hunted all month. I haven't seen anything. So. I take the shot, and as I set the gun down to watch the deer, two bucks run off. Oh, yeah, you didn't full see rut. Oh. And one was an eight point, and one was a ten point. Why didn't you? And they just, both ran off. Why didn't you just sit down the meter? Because well. they were about a hundred yards back, and I was meat hunting. But and but did you see? But you, Mason, if you just sit there, they may come back if they're in rut. Mason, let yeah. me let me ask you this: Did you know that the rut was going on where you're hunting? I wasn't sure. Okay. I had seen one pawing, but that's it. I hadn't seen anything I else. Because when the rut's going uh, on, all a, do, all a doe is is opportunity that some, something's going to be following her. Yeah. So, I didn't know. And really, the way it was coming at me, yeah. it was going right beneath me. And it really, even if I hadn't have taken the shot, the bucks may have not come in anyways. I don't know. Well, that's what I'd be telling myself. Too. Yeah, that's a good, that's look, a good song look, to tell you. Sam. I want you to tell yourself look, that for the rest of the day. So well, he said he was meat hunting. So he, he was right he was at me. Right everybody. as I shot. So oh, you were listening to the show when you did that? <laughs> I had one earbud in, yeah. I was listening <laughs> on uh, 94.5. <laughs> That's Atta awesome. Boy. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, talking about uh, that guy going uh, Stanford, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he was focused. Well, good, man. Enjoy the meat. It'll be delicious. Yeah. And just take, yeah. just take the vision of those antlers running through the hardwoods out of your mind. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not the first deer I've missed. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> well, we all been there. We all been there, buddy. Thanks for calling. How I, about when you? How, when how you, about when you hunt and listen to Rick and Bubba and you take something? Mm-hmm. How about when your eyes, when you do something like that, and and after the fact, your eyes don't catch it, and then you see movement mm-hmm. off in the back, and you're like, oh my gosh, there he was. Yeah. The worst one. <laughs> yeah. The worst one for me and Bubba will remember this hunt. We were hunting really, really hard, and we were hunting an area we'd never been, and I was taken so deep into the woods that I thought to myself, this is someone trying to get rid of me. Yeah. You know, I'll I mean, never be they're not coming back. <laughs> they, they're, they're not coming back for me. And, um, and I, I was watching a, some does, the rut was going on. I was in Palmettas, which is a lot of you down in the Southern parts of the, the black belt and all that. You see the Palmettas while you're hunting, which I love. And I was in a ladder stand that again, I'd never been there before. So I didn't know that, the ladder stand where I was going to sit would just be the size of my rear end, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. And no, no railing in front of me. No, and I didn't have Say, a safety harness. Like, yeah, I don't like that. that. And I was like, okay, I, I, you know, you doze off and go to sleep up here. It's over. Yeah, you're, you're and, a goner. Uh, and I'm up really, really high. And so does come out, and it's obvious just by their behavior that they there there could be a receptive one in in the bunch. And I wait, and I wait, and I just get tired, and I look down at my watch, and I'm like, <laughs> man, it's getting right at 10 a.m. I got to walk out of this swamp, so I'm going to be picked up and taken back. Of course, my daddy told me to stay in all day long because it's, it's the rut. And I get about four rungs down the ladder, and I look up, and I see nothing but white horns <laughs> coming through those palmettas. <laughs> and I've got, my, I've got my gun unloaded on my, on my shoulder, <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, you're, hey, Rick! All these these scenarios you're thinking, it's over. I yeah, mean, there's, yeah. there's nothing right, you no. can do, and you start trying to think of a way that you could still 
And just he, hold still, hold still. He won't mm-hmm. see me. Right. And I, watching those horns come through those palmettos yeah. with his nose yeah. to the ground, right. trailing that doe, and then watching him just, just hope it, with, with just no hope, clinging to a ladder as those big white horns disappeared into the palmetto. <laughs> it was just a terrible. I mean, just what a horrible, what a horrible thing to live. <laughs> uh, and it's still in my mind today. Chris in Starkville, ninety-six-one. Chris, go ahead. Good morning, guys, and Merry Christmas to all y'all. Yeah, you too, buddy. Hey, I was just going to mention, let's think about Peyton Manning and Archie Manning. How about that set up? Peyton going to Tennessee out of Oxford, yeah. you know, where I was daddy. They pulled all the jerseys. My sister was going to Ole Miss at the time when Peyton was there, and they pulled all of Archie Manning's jerseys out of the bookstores, out of everything, after he signed with Tennessee. I think Peyton did pretty good for himself. Yeah, yeah. That and then Eli wanted to go there, which yeah, was his yeah. choice too. Yeah, it worked right. out. They good put for him, him back in. Then yeah, yeah. Uh, let, yeah. Me, let, let me be clear. If if your if your kid plays for a team or your dad coaches a team, if your kid is just attending a school and you still want to pull for your home school, that's fine. But I mean, these people that like, even if uh, if they're if they're, I mean, kid actually is like where they're going to play is going to matter or. Yeah. You know that mm-hmm. that part that part's that part's strange. Mm-hmm. I tell you yeah, one thing: so my kid goes to that school. I wouldn't pull for him. That's just kind of weird. Well, it just I, shows I, you it's out of place in your life. Hey, you know, I, I remember Barry Sanders. His dad telling him, of course, his dad changed a little bit. I was an Oklahoma fan for you was ever even born, mm-hmm. and you going to Oklahoma State ain't gonna change that. See, that's weird to me. Yeah. Now, I, now I know that his dad turned out to be he said helpful for him, and I think he kind of softened on that a little bit. But that, that's just kind of weird to <laughs> yeah. me. You know, you you you're honestly gonna pull for a team that. Is not the team that your kid's on. That's just odd. For that me. is very odd. You yeah. brought up Barry. We talked about this in the break. His son went to Stanford, too, and played. Yeah. And yeah. so now we've got two of these mm-hmm. big-time running backs, yeah. Hall of Famers, mm-hmm. that are their sons are going to Stanford, which tells me that education is really dialed in for them. That's one of their mind, well, main mindsets. I don't know if you've ever watched, <clears> the, the and, and I've seen Emmett as well, and uh, both of them. They're a little different. One's got a little more edge to them than the other. Uh, but Barry Sanders may be one of the most unique individuals yeah. mm-hmm. that that I've ever learned about. Yeah, the, the 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 a football life on the NFL Channel about Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. Barry Sanders, he he walks to a different. I'm not talking about being weird. No, I know. I'm just talking about he is a unique. He's a unique yeah. individual. I mean, very unique. And um, and and to say something about he didn't think his sons. Could be as good as he was, not because they didn't have the talent, but because they wouldn't have his dad as their dad. They'd have him. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So he said that's going to be the biggest deficit for them is they didn't. They were they're being raised by me, not my dad. Yeah. Mm. And uh, wow. so it's uh, now his dad was out there at times. <laughs> yeah. But but Barry Sanders just has this steady levelness to him that. You know, he never hot dogs. He yeah. never never ends on dance. Never did any of that. It was just a quit in his prime. Quit. Retired so early. Retired. I mean. Retired because he was done. <laughs> I mean, did, and everybody kept thinking he was going to put on some show like Favre did, and he didn't. You know, never came back. The top of the hour. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Daily, that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big as our number. Merry Christmas uh, from the entire Rick and Bubba show. 
Uh, we have Speedy, the real Greg Burgess. We have Helmsy. We have Eddie Van Adler all here. Ash Brown Hero wrapping up his Rick and Bubba University uh, degree. Uh, we'll be giving an exit interview to him today. Even though he'll be here tomorrow, the big year ender can get a little little hectic, so we may go ahead and give him his exit interview today. Osama Big Noggin helping out as well. And Not only if he brings Jim in tomorrow. Yeah, that's, uh, I know that you went to school with his yeah. dad, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so he'll he'll be here tomorrow. But, again, I think we need to do the exit interview today because you don't want to get caught in the main. Yeah, and, and tomorrow's one of those days you just you don't know what all is going to be popping up. So you got to be prepared. Well, you could end up with a lot of free time or you well, could end up with yeah, none. You just you, you just you just don't know. Don't know. Gift number 11 uh, will be given away today. Gift number 12 tomorrow. We know what our last two gifts will be uh, because of the way things have uh, have kind of worked out. So today you do get uh, the, the Mavic Airfly. Um, drone. It's going to be an Arctic white. That'll be the color. $1,311 retail value. The drone will be given away today. And tomorrow we give away the Miss Pac-Man Galaga Arcade Edition yeah. from our friends at BumperNets.com. The big stand-up. You'll be ready. I mean, that that is awesome. If you have a man cave or a playroom or a garage, anything, you, you're going to enjoy this thing. It's fun. Moultrie Mobile will be given away to uh, to both of our winners tomorrow and today. And so, uh, I think Speedy, to... Speedy has taken care of one of the gifts on his list too, Rick. <laughs> Didn't you? I mean, I'd like to see it happen. Hey, first. Right. are you okay. supposed to be like, well, is I'm it just a surprise? I I, yeah, it was. Okay, well, then I wouldn't say Well, nobody that. knows what he's yeah. talking about. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, the uh, so the uh, well, if you stop there, nobody knows. Correct. But I didn't know where we well, were going. Well, that, that, y'all could feel me putting the brakes on. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just happy for speed. I am too. <laughs> I'm also well. Are y'all talking about? <laughs> you mean uh, uh, you know? The, uh, so uh, I, I know. You mean we, like it's that? I know we talked about this. Uh, it might have been last year. I don't remember. Speedy says we did. I don't remember it, so Absolutely I can enjoy did. it again. Yeah, I've talked about it because I remember trying to get to the bottom of it. So yeah. you know. This is a, a, a time of year, and, and look, my wife and I, a lot of times, we will watch. You know, I, this is one of the things I had to overcome because when she married me, I made it clear that old movies make me feel weird. And this and, uh, this one really makes me feel yeah, weird. Yeah. I don't really like it. I don't put it on my right. like, but I do watch it sometimes. But, but it gives me the heaves a little bit. But, you know? there, but there's there's so few movies. You mean down in Pottersville? Yeah, there's so. Oh, I love that movie. There's so few few movies you can watch now. Yeah, I know. And then when you go back to watch the old ones, you also realize how much more talented these entertainers were than a lot of the people that that are on billboards today. I mean, really talented people. But anyway, it's a wonderful life. Is is kind of a, a yearly tradition uh, that we will watch at some point at the house. Um, it has been. Uh, it, it has great meaning behind it. Oh, it it's does. Just, it does. It's just. It is. It's yeah. that old black and white and kind of well, creepy like. And I gave one. I gave an interesting fact on one of the daily documentaries that they were actually shooting it when it was very hot because they they you know the, the scene where he jumps into the water to save uh, Clarence and all this. He, if you look, he's actually sweating. Now they set it up that he's sweating because of the stress he's under. Yeah. But they said that the fact of the matter was they had big coats on and it was blazing hot. Right. When they were shooting it, but the magic of movies. But anyway, so um, when you realize that society has changed, sometimes for the better, uh, sometimes not so much. But some of the things that they do in these older movies today would just people would. Like in it, and it's a wonderful life. There's a snide comment made about the assumption that George Bailey and Clarence the Angel are playing for the American League. Mm-hmm. Guy makes a, a comment about th- throws him out of the bar for mm-hmm. it. Oh, what he thinks that makes a little comment. 
uh, that today would just be it'd just be outrage. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so you're you're watching this. I still also can't get past the the fact that 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 Potter will not. He never gives the eight thousand dollars back, but but Potter's evil. I mean, he wouldn't give you, it back. You you watch that and you think, how can somebody be that evil? Right. You know, yeah. Santa, sentimental hagwash, <laughs> George <laughs> Paley. Uh, but and the guy's just vicious and mean and 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 all this. So, but the characters in it are are very funny. But I've talked about this a couple times, and this year I, there actually was my wife said, look, before we watch, it's a wonderful life. I know you're going to comment on what the Donna Reed character says. <laughs> I think her name's Mary, isn't it? Is that, is that her character's name? The actress is Donna Reed. He plays the yeah. love interest of George Bailey. Yeah. Is it Mary? It is Mary, so. I think. Mary. But, yeah, but anyway, so, um, you know, <laughs> yes. and, and uh, there there's a scene in, in this, in there, and there's there's a lot of things throughout the where George Bailey comes calling. Yeah, well, his mama, his, George, let me tell you what I've realized, too, and I don't mean no offense because – also, I've come to the conclusion that George Bailey's character may struggle with being bipolar uh, because, <laughs> because his, his, his ups are way too up and, and, and lows and, and his, are low. And his downs are way too down. But when he gets angry and negative, and now he's being rude to everybody, even about sweet, sentimental things about he and Mary, mm-hmm. like he, he, th- he thinks everything that she thinks is so wonderful is never forgotten, is stupid now, and all right, that. Right. And then when he goes negative one time and even screams out, Why do we have all these kids? <laughs> so, so anyway, you know, George Bailey has, and now when he's high, well, he gets up in the high voice on his highs and he's just oh, he, he, all this We're stuff. All fired up. He's fired up. And then we love Jimmy Stewart and we love him. But, but wow. the, there, James Stewart. There, there is a moment in the movie. Where Mary's mother, Donna Reed's character, does not want her with George Bailey and her her never ending love. And, for, and George Bailey has come over calling on yeah, her yeah, in the parlor. George Bailey's mother wants him to go with by there. He tries to golf with the floozy in the town, and right. she won't go up to to Beaver Falls with him, and and uh, and and doesn't want to do all the bare, the, the, the barefoot <laughs> in in the grass. So he he's disappointed by that. He finally decides he's just going to quit being Mr. Responsibility and go out and just, right. you know, go go make out with someone. Live on the edge. Yeah, live on the edge. Yeah. And, and then he ends up at Mary's house. Now he's mad and he's ill because, once again, he's going to have to step up and be responsible because now, now his brother's not going to do what he thought he was going to do. And that gets a little frustrating. And and i got to tell you, when his uncle loses the money, you just want to punch that guy right in the face. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. so difficult to watch. Why give that guy the, but, the, that job? My, my seemed a little shaky, didn't? That's it? just as it, bad as when Paulie lost all the Rockies. Exactly. Yeah. So it's almost the same character. Yeah. So, so Did George really, yeah. George Bailey begrudgingly goes over to where eventually this is the night they're going to all fall in love, and he's going to realize that he does want her, and he wants that life that she wanted, and he's going to stop with his jet setting ways. You know what I mean? Or in this case, train setting ways, and um, and so um, she, the mom doesn't want George Bailey over there because she wants her to go with the guy who left their high school and became really rich, the great Sam Wainwright. Mm-hmm. So he's supposed to call, and they're kind of in a relationship, but not a really good one because when Sam calls, he's got a few ladies with him on the phone right, back right. in his he's, office yeah, in New he's York. He's got some other things going on But there. she wants it because Sam is going to be rich, and George Bailey is, is at the building alone, and, and she thinks he's going nowhere. And uh, she, so he comes over. And she, the mom, hollows down the steps, who's down there? And she says, George Bailey. And the mom says, well, what's he doing here? Because she don't want him there. Right. Yeah. And then, and this is, this movie came out, what, in the 40s? 1946. So this is 1946. Man. Yeah. Okay. And she screams to her mom up the steps, he's down here and he's making violent love to me. 
Um, well, no I think we played that there. clip, and it was very obvious what well, that's said. What she, that's for what those she, that that's don't what she know, um, th- y'all it, read the definition of violent. Yeah, that, yeah. that can't. <laughs> yeah. I, I know she's messing with her mom, but in love or kind it, of the opposite. It, it seems like he's down here, and we're kissing would have been enough. Uh, yeah, but does it not mean in 1946 what it went on to mean? I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. hashtag me too. I mean, is it is it? Uh, I mean, and that's not what was going on, but it just seemed like the way they were. You know, you realize we're going to go, Bubba. We're going to get into the we're going to get into the 60s and the 50s, and they're not going to let Ricky Ricardo and Lucy be in the same bed together. They're going right, to be they're going to be in beds. They're going to be in twin beds. But in 1946. We scream up the steps. George Bailey is down here, and he's making violent love to me. That I just mm. and this time Sherry said, hey, "Look, it's going to happen." You know what she's going to say? I just don't comment on it. <laughs> and I'm like, "But I, this, I can't get past this. What yeah. is this?" So it, it can't mean what it went on to mean. I mean, it can't. I mean, right? In 1946, that that's down. a little bit of edge on. Why? Well, I mean, you know, I can give you some other adjectives. Right, like brutal, vicious, I thought, uh, savage, if I, if I remember harsh, correctly, I, I remember rough, breaking this down a little bit. Aggressive, and it didn't mean then what it does. Correct. Now. Some would that, even that's say what bullying. We, that's what we came to the realization of is that it didn't mean. Can I what tell you? We thought. Can I tell you one of the subtle things that's in this is pretty funny. Here's, here's definition is when the town floozy right, last year when we did. And the town floozy walks by and all the men are watching or walk by and a guy right. nearly gets hit by a car. Right, which mm-hmm. is funny. And then one guy looks at George Bailey and said, "Would you?" And he said, "Yes." And that's all he said. And then the police officer, they said something about, hey, you want to go have lunch? He goes, no, nah, I think I'm going to go home and check on the wife. <laughs> <laughs> so they had some subtleties right. yeah. even right. in 1946. Got? I've, got the, uh, I've got the clip uh, right. for you yelling up to your mom if you want. Okay, here it is. Yeah. Good night. Just so y'all don't think I'm yeah. exaggerating. Yeah, no. If you're Ma'am, not- you. Mary, Mary, who's down there with you? It's George Bailey, mother. George Bailey? What's he want? I don't know. What do you want? Me? Not a thing. I I just came in to get warm. He's making violent love to me, Mother. Okay, what, what, what are we supposed to do with that? I mean... I think it's I think it's just a little comedy. Well, well, it's it's, it's right, harsh. I mean, for 1946. Well, in this Urban Dictionary, it says the expression means loving someone too much. So in, in that day, it didn't mean what it went on to mean? I don't know. So when Bad Company wrote their song, they meant something different. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so, the, uh, you know, it's just, I mean, 1946. That's just a little edgy. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is the number. As uh, we make our way back, and uh, and we did talk about it last year. I just couldn't remember what, the conclusion that we came to, and people are reminding me, and, and it is correct. And Greg even looked it up. Uh, there's a lot of interesting facts about it's a wonderful life. Robin Birmingham has it right. The the phrase in 1946 did not mean what it means today. Uh, Rob, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too. Yeah, we, we've been looking it up, and you said it. It meant then to to aggressively pledge your love for somebody like you wanted to be devoted to them, and you're there trying to in a in a very impassioned way say they're the one for you. 
Right. It'd be like in Pride and Prejudice when the creepy cousin uh, tells Elizabeth, he says, I, now all is left is for me to demonstrate the violence of my affections for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and plus the term making love did not mean what it means today either. Uh, that was that was like you were pledging your love for someone. And, and of course, right. she, she's wanting George Pay Bailey. enormous attention to. Yeah. To court. To yeah. woo. Yeah. Woo. To court and to woo. And George is saying he's not there to do that. And, of course, she's having a little fun with him saying, well, that's what he's here to do. Right. And uh, and then you see in the scene. He's just trying to get warm. Well, he he, he, he got all negative because he's, he just yeah. he keeps getting negative with having to step up and be the responsible kid. Can I tell you what's funny, too, off Twitter? When you talk about a wonderful life, certainly not talking about the character, but this person says, when I watch It's a Wonderful Life, the only thing, only thing I can think of is I kind of agree with how Mr. Potter handles his finances more than the babies. <laughs> <laughs> George Bailey. Uh, let's go to uh, – and then and then we were, we were getting um, um, Adler looking at facts. And how many times I was telling Bubba – and we talk about this a lot when you see success stories. You know, more times than not, you'll find out that these so-called success stories, uh, it, it didn't just happen. There were a lot of setbacks. And he was looking at the history of little-known It's a Wonderful Life facts and that it was a box office bomb. Uh, and somehow television, when it came on the scene and started really rocking and rolling, it, it got the rights to show it on television and pay no royalties and its popularity really rose out of its television play uh, as part of Christmas. It never was a big hit at the movies until after it had been seen by people for free on television, and that's when people fell in love with it. And at the time, the deal that television got to show it, they didn't even have to pay royalties on it. So I, I don't think it turned out to be a big moneymaker for everyone, but then it's turned out to be a Christmas classic. And it is a good movie. It, it's it's got a a good message, and but there's some frustrating things in it. But there's well, a, there are a lot of funny things into it in it too. Um, you know, there's some other oddities about that movie. Of course, it's been you know, it, it's been critiqued ad nauseum over the years. But uh, I was reading a couple of things here because we were looking at it. It said uh, that it was strange that George Bailey could actually get a job in a drugstore when he was 12 years old. <laughs> but they said at that time in the country, if yeah. you were between 12 oh, yeah. and 16, you could be employed if you with limited hours with parental consent. Well, in the way they would talk so frankly. And how about the way the, the, the druggist hit him when know, he made the wrong I was going to say I mean, that. He yeah. sla- I counted last night. He slaps him four times. Yeah, and uh, so much that his bad ear starts bleeding, mm-hmm. and uh, and then if you you hear the conversation that's supposed to be going on in heaven, and and the angel that's going to come down to try to earn his wings and get George not to kill himself, uh, the thing he says he says you talking about that kid that's getting his ear slapped back by that guy? I mean they were just they were just so stupid. <laughs> it was a different time, but yeah, I mean he he slaps young George around really bad, and uh, and, and and doesn't and, uh, doesn't uh, Harry Bailey. Give the maid a little tap, like we saw the runner the other day. Slaps her right on the rear end. And uh, so there's a there's a lot. Well, I told you guys the other night. I uh, we watched uh, White, uh, not White Christmas, but Holiday Inn, which is where White Christmas the song was performed for the first time by Bing Crosby. Uh, Let me tell you something. Um, That that movie, uh, they uh, they they do a scene there 
where they go blackface that is, I mean. Really? Oh, buddy. I mean, it is. It, you know, I'm talking about you could be the least sensitive person about blackface there could possibly be. And this this one would still bother you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean it, it is. Uh, it, it shows you that it was a uh, you know it was a different. It was certainly a racist time, uh, but you know back to saying I'm portraying someone uh, modern day just because they happen to be African American and I dressed up as a, a for something to do with Halloween or as a tribute. I don't think that's the same thing. But what happens in Holiday Inn? That, that's back to yeah. the uh, and of course then you have all the characters that are African American in it that are. You know, it's 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 not good. I mean, it it, it is uh, it is not a, a good portrayal, and so you just see how things have changed. But you know, the sensitivity, a wonderful life. Which when you hear that, you know what you say: good homespun family entertainment. But if that movie was released today, I can think of three things in it that it would be protested. Oh, and you yeah. and we've named it. It, it, would, it, they, it wouldn't even be close. There are comments about say, thinking that George Bailey is is uh, play, is American League and mm-hmm. throwing, throwing him out of the bar. Slapping uh, the African American housekeeper, the maid, on, yeah, maid on the rear end, uh, and of course the scene that we've been talking about about George Bailey and Mary, uh, the sensitivity of today, and probably there's other things in it. I'm not even and Rick, about. yeah, well there there's some other insensitivities in here. Oh uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. In the that. movie, if you were not married by age 34, you were branded an old maid. Old maid, I forgot about that. Oh. You're right. Oh, yeah. can't have that. And yep. and what you were talking about with the maid, there's only two African Americans in Bedford Fall. One of them's a maid. One of them plays piano. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> at the bar. Well, and yeah. and and some of the neg- some of the things that Potter says about everybody. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, he, he he refers to the Italians as garlic eaters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Down there supporting the garlic eaters. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, it was a different sensitivity. Yeah. Um, so, but what we've done is we've been sensitive about some things, but then we've taken things that they probably held in a much higher regard and we've trashed those. So everybody has their, yep. their wayward view on things. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go, 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Hey, don't forget, I mean, here we are, the most wonderful time of year. You're shopping. you got a lot going on. We do a lot of stuff online now, which uh, that's certainly fine. But keep in mind, Identity Thieves, they love this time of year, too. Be sure you're protecting your information. And, and uh, you know, if, you, if you're not under the protection of LifeLock, I'm going to tell you something. I mean, you really... Um, are, are out there, I mean, you're walking in the jungle. Uh, you, you need to be protected because uh, LifeLock, uh, they have proprietary technology that you're not going to get with any other protection, and they're going to see things that are going on that none of us could see on our own. I know sometimes you think, well, I just look at my credit card statements, and if I see something that's not right or I'm going to check my credit score, these things, uh, they're not. if that's your plan, then you got issues because you would never known that somebody took out a payday loan in your name. You'd never know that someone's selling your information on the dreaded dark web. You just wouldn't know that. Uh, that's why LifeLock with Norton can detect a wide range of threats that could sneak up on you, and so you need their help. Uh, and they've combined to give you the most comprehensive uh, protection that's available on the market uh, concerning cybercrime and identity theft. Now, no one can stop all identity theft, and no one can stop all cybercrime. So if something does happen, 
Here's what's good about being with LifeLock as well. That means you're going to have somebody assigned to you, a restoration specialist in your state, that will work with you to get it resolved. We've used the product. We're protected by them. We love the protection and the service if something does happen. And right now, if you call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com, enter the promo code Bubba or mention the code Bubba, 25% off your LifeLock membership. Also, there's a link at rickandbubba.com. You find that, of course, uh, under the sponsors. But So uh, we continue on. What? What? What in the world, Greg? Gift number 11. Gift number 11. It is to ride. Bubba, tell them what we win today. Oh, Rick, it's a dandy. It's the DJI Mavic. Now, this is uh, right here. Look at that, baby. Fly more combo. I want to get my hands on it. Yeah, you want to get your hands on it. I want to hold it in his hand. Get them hands on it. Paul it up. If yeah. you if you are ready to get serious about flying a drone, this baby oh, right here will do it. Good baby. This is a thirteen hundred dollar value, and uh, wow. I, I can tell you, being a drone guy, they, you you have a lot of fun with these. Mm-hmm. And they are practical too. You can check your roof for shingles and leaks and things. I've done oh, that. That's a, couple a good of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that how you found where the squirrel was? Uh, Getting in and out. Well, <laughs> yeah, somewhat. Yes, and uh, you know, they're just a lot of. They're a lot of fun. I mean, you you really. It, it, they're too much. Can I just say they're too much fun? Uh, you, you'll you'll spend more time than you need to playing with these. That's all right. Ask Adler. I know he loves his too. He <laughs> uses it in the documentary almost. <laughs> he every does. Day. Yeah, it's very good for that. If you also win this today, not only will you enjoy this this Mavic Air uh, DGI uh, drone, you're also going to get a Moultrie Mobile system from our friends at Pradco, and Moultrie Mobile system uh, will be for you. So this is big. I mean, you're 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 setting yourself up. Uh, what do you think with 25 years? Do y'all want to go back to caller 125? I like it. That's a good y'all one. like that one? That's right. a good one. All right, caller. This is the fly more combo, so it's got all kind of extra stuff in there, too. So is it fly more combo? It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. What does that mean? We're going to fly more? Uh, you get a carrying case, travel bag, looks like, some uh, other things. With oh, yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Caller 125. So here we go. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. And then we go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 30. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 40. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 50. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 60. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 70. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 80. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ninety. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one hundred. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, eleven. One, twelve. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. Seventeen. Eighteen. Nineteen. One, twenty. Uh, hello, you're caller 121. Mm. Hello, you're caller 122. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rick and Bubba Show, what's your name and where are you calling from? Wow. Janine, Winfield, Alabama. <sighs> you were caller 123. Yeah. Missed it by two. Oh. Oh. So okay. sorry, but you still have so Mule okay. Day to look forward to. You still got Mule you Day do. coming. Do. Uh, how many times Hi, did you try you. to call? How many times did you try to call? Um, Like 15. Mm, that's, that's not bad. You got in on the 15th. 
Gosh. Hi, Rick and Bubba Show. What's your Thank name? You, <clears throat> I know. Where are you calling from? I'm Jonathan from Montgomery. Jonathan, you were calling 124. Wow. So close. I mean, hey, you can't even be Jonathan. 125. Do you realize how close exactly. that is? Oh, wow. If, if you'd just done a few things different, <laughs> you would have won. <laughs> if, you'd have fl- if you'd have blinked one more time before yeah. that finger hit that last number. Oh. But we're dealing with just we're dealing, we're too de- long. We're milliseconds. I mean, milliseconds. Hi, Rick and Bubba Show. What is your name and where are you calling from? I'm Jamie from Pell City. Jamie from Pell City. Yeah! You did it, buddy. One twenty-five. You got it, baby. You did it, Jamie. You won the DJI Mavic Air Fly More Combo, a thirteen hundred dollar bag. You also pick up a Moultrie Mobile System from Pradco, Jamie. Your years uh, listening to Rick and Bubba. How long have you been listening? You think? Uh, ever since I was a child. I'm I'm thirty one now. So I, every morning, my dad would listen to you. On the way into taking me to school, so it's a long time. Good night. How about that? We're so all old. right, so we're going to put we're you so on hold. Old. Hang on. Uh, to get all your information. Appreciate you, buddy. And uh, thank you for listening to Rick and Bo. <laughs> oh, man, thanks. All right, man. Enjoy it. And, and uh, there he goes. Mm. Hi, Rick and Bubba Show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Jimmy from Crossville. Wait a minute. Your name's Jamie, too? Jimmy. Jimmy. Is it Jimmy? Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. You were calling 126, missed you it by missed one. by one. Oh, man. Jimmy. You kidding me. No, no. Right. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry you Christmas. You too. So hey, close. It's true, Jimmy. You can't even be calling 125. Hey, Rick and Bubba Show, what's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Amy from Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, so mm. sweet. Amy, you God. sound so sweet. She does. And then she was calling 127. You missed it by two. Oh, Oh, thank y'all so much. No, no thank, thank you for you. listening. Greg, oh, what's she oh, win? Sweet. Oh, she's too thank nice. you. Merry Christmas. Thank you. What's wrong with you? She's too nice. His heart grew three sizes. Yeah. She sounded really nice. Yeah. I didn't want to scream at her. Did Greg just show her strength? Well, you know. It's a Christmas there, miracle. There's times that we see that, and then there's times the old Greg fights his way through. Yeah. But what you, know. you just watched was a Christmas yeah, miracle. Yeah, it was. Well, I mean. Hi, Rick and Bubba Show. Welcome. What's your name? Where thank you calling you, from? baby, Ellis. from Idaho. Idaho. Good night. You know you were calling 128. I mean, you were in the mix. You were close. So close. So close. And the odds of getting in from Idaho with all these Alabama people in front of you, it's tough. <laughs> yep. Good. I know, right? Uh, man, I appreciate you listening. How do you get the show there in Idaho? Uh, the podcast. Podcast. Do you go live today on the TuneIn app or Facebook Live? Yep, live on TuneIn. Yeah. <laughs> man, you were close. I mean, it wouldn't, I mean you, were in, you, were in the, you were in the game. Tell him what it won, Greg. Yeah. Yep. Uh, nothing. <laughs> Didn't last. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate you listening to the show. Right. Thanks, brother. Thanks. Well, right. Let me check. Nope, nothing. I mean, you know, I know there's people scattered in Idaho, uh-huh. but it, but it's not like you got the hub down there in the in, in the nucleus. Southeast, yeah. When you're trying to get in and you're trying to beat out, you know, your your Alabama, your your Georgia, Georgia your Mississippi, Tennessee, your yeah. Tennessee, your Louisiana, Kentucky, Kentucky. It's it's hard to get in. Yeah. And he, but he almost got it. I know it. Mm-hmm. He really did. Well, Bubba, there we go. Another winner. There you go, Greg Burgess. I'm gonna leave it with Greg, you in the shipping it's the department. Last one. There it is, Greg. You got you. You might want to drive out on to Pell City and hand deliver it. You think on my way through? On your way through. Somebody meet you on the interstate. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. Probably, you, right probably not. Before, right before you get to the wall. Right. <laughs> You're not quite to the wall then. <laughs> Just one click this side of the wall. I'm gonna so have UPS Why don't you and Jamie find your restaurant in Pell City? Sit down, have a little lunch. Yeah. And you hand it off to him. You kind of talk to him a little bit, spend some time with him. Well, Wish sweet. him a Merry I'd Christmas. I'd love to, Rick, but doggone, I'm busy. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
<laughs> you know, we think about this. I know, look, I'm sure Jamie's a very level-headed person. But what if we did all this and we were all fired about it and it ended up being some some psycho and also you went missing? Yeah, thanks, Rick. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I saw him at Buffalo Wild Wings eating with Jamie. Uh, all, we found, all we found was a drone. <laughs> a drone and a pullover. By the way, I'm sure Jamie's level-headed. Listen to this program. Oh, and he's yeah, been listening sure. since a boy. Yeah, His daddy man. raised him up right. That says right. a lot, right there. Jamie, congratulations! You win gift number eleven. We are down to one more gift. Gift number twelve. Tomorrow on the Big Year Ender, over thirty-three hundred dollars worth of Christmas tomorrow. Be paying attention. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba's show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thanks for being with us as uh, we make our way back. Well, uh, it's time, Bubba, to graduate another student uh, from Rick and Bubba University. Hash Brown Hero will be leaving us as of tomorrow, but tomorrow being the big year ender, we don't know what all may be going on tomorrow. So uh, we certainly uh, wanted to get him his proper um, goodbye exit interview. So today really is a better day to do it. Uh, so hash brown hero, um, it's it's uh, it's over. It's come to an end. It's been a pleasure. Uh, you you came when? When did you arrive on the scene? August fourteenth was my first day. August fourteenth. Yes, so you've gone through wow, a. F- it's flown by. Hadn't it? Yeah. You oh, got, yeah. Yeah. How'd you do in your finals? Oh well, I didn't. I didn't take any classes this semester. No, here, this was his class. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, how did I do on my finals? Yeah, because the last few days have been your finals. I don't know. Helm- I, Ask Helmsy. Helms has been my finals. Basically, I, uh, you hadn't yeah. fared well. No, I. I <laughs> no, I'm uh, kidding. In my interactions with his professor, uh, mm-hmm. for which this went to at the University of Alabama, mm-hmm. he got high marks. Um, I'll, I'll say this: I wish most of them approached it the way he does. Oh. Yeah, uh, it's very it's very hard for a rare find. Um, the guy has a couple jobs. He mm-hmm. comes here, um, gets after it. He gets after he it. You never have to tell him a whole lot. Um, he just he's a hard he's a hard worker. Mm-hmm. You know, could I could like, his phone a little bit. Yeah, right. Right. He could. Thank that, you, Hansi, but I'm, I, I I'm starting some, to. Right. I'm, there's I'm, some I'm, things I do that y'all don't like. Well, that, but that's with everybody. But, but I mean, the fact that you get here early. Mm-hmm. I mean, he will even he will even go this far with it, Rick. He will get here early, and then if it's too early, he'll take a nap in his car. Meaning, I've made the effort to make sure I'm not going to be late. And I that's what that. I was going to bring up. I like that he does it. He flips it and goes rather than hitting the snooze no, alarm right. and, I, and I, waiting to the last second and coming and where things could go wrong. Right. You're like, I'm getting here, and then if I have time, I'll go back to See, sleep. But I'm thing. here. A lot of people ask me, well, why don't you just sleep longer? And I'm just like, I like to be able to be at work and just wake up and just walk right in. I like it. Yeah. I, no, I th- I, to me, that's the <laughs> ultimate. Uh, if you want to get a demerit here, the ultimate here is to be late. Oh yeah, you, that yeah. that will can't give you, you less, less margin for error. Yeah, for and, you, and you haven't sleeping. been late. You've been very dependable. You do what you're told, <clears> and and really, even on the phone thing, compared to the people of your generation, you're not in the phone that much compared to how in the phone the rest of your generation is. I mean, you, some y'all there, being in the phone just comes with your age now. It does. Yeah, I, I think yeah. you've done good. Yeah. Um. What What have you learned? Um. There's some crazy people out there. Mm-hmm. What about that society? Yeah, well, that's true. And uh, walk I've, among I've learned that at this job, you definitely need to just not be like an introvert. You definitely need to just open up right when you get here, right off the bat. Yeah, get it over with. That's get how you. That's mm-hmm. how you just kind of like yeah. get uh, just comfortable with everything. Now that you have been here and you've seen the inner workings, is it different than what you thought it would be? 
from the outside or before um, you started? Yes, kind of. I don't know. I mean, I knew my main job would be basically answering the phones, mm-hmm. but um, I've actually pictured it to be a lot smaller. I pictured the studio to be a lot smaller, and I pictured um, I didn't know I was going to get breakfast every morning. Okay, I'm actually, that's actually been a plus though because I've been using that to my advantage. I've been racking up Chick Fil A points. There you go, you guys. Very smart. Okay, very smart. Yeah, I haven't told y'all about that, but I've no. been racking up wow, some points on this now, though. Wow. So none of us secret. know how to do it. So yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, I used to laugh every time. This were were you familiar yeah. with the show before you came here back to Bubba's Points? Do you so, have anything to compare it to? I did listen a long time, like a lot, when I was younger with my dad. But I mean, just like you said, with my generation, I've just been on the smartphone lately. So mm-hmm. when when I, as I got older, I'd pretty much just be listening to music a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just I w- kind of stopped listening when I was. Right. 16, so, 16. so when you had your childhood vision of what it was like here, uh, and then what you actually experienced, there were some. It was a little bit different. You thought. Yeah, I didn't even know what y'all looked like. If I'm being honest. Really. I had no idea when I first came here. Yeah. So, does everybody look the way you thought they would? Um. I mean, actually, I had met Bubba when I was about seven years old one time, but. Um, he looked different then. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I. I, I don't know what everyone. Was you look different than you do now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I looked. Well, when I first started, it's like I'm the no, president. I mean, oh, I thought you were man. <laughs> I had the full. Well, he was seven. He yeah, was seven. That's true. <laughs> so, what will you take away from here? Now, first of all, do you feel like you leave here tougher than when you came? Absolutely. Yeah, that. You Definitely need, some thicker skin there. Yeah, the, the rib, the ribbing is not exaggerated. I've learned how to. Uh, clap back a little faster now because you, you know speedy, you speedy over yeah. here i notice that you'll go bald real quick you're like my son it's, it's like it's like that's you, their man. default yeah one. you're bald huh? yeah right you know whenever they want <laughs> at least i got hair yeah uh, you'll be a lot of that well yeah. try to be a fat person guess what they go to first yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you know what's funny is his mom lynn and amanda worked together at the hospital i did for not many know. many years i did not and know i that. didn't know i didn't know that amanda came and she goes hey she goes you've hired an intern um uh, that i used to work and i had no idea the whole the whole intern process of of him coming in here i didn't put two and two together till like two weeks later and amanda's like hey he's the kid i kept telling you about I'm oh like, okay. well, i had no idea right. i just you know yeah that's, that's and they'll be here tomorrow, right? Your parents, will be, yeah. Okay. yeah. And Bubba, yeah. you went to school with his dad. You yeah, talked yeah, about and that. uncle. Yeah, his and uncle. uncle and I were in the same grade. Uh, John Jeter, and then Jimmy or John. I mean, Jim, as he's known now, was a great ahead of me. Right. So, and that. and you you talked about that he's he has kind of a reputation in talk radio, doesn't he? Well, I, I remember, <laughs> uh, and it was many many years ago. I was riding through town listening to some some sports show, and I heard a familiar voice, and he called in. He was going by another name, and I go. Well, that's Jimmy Jeter. I mean, I, I I recognize his voice, and it was kind of funny to me. And then I think I heard him a time or two. So he was like, "What did he go by?" The Jeff? doctor. The doctor. Ah. That's it. And he would call in with his prediction. So well, now you. I just go, thought that was. And now funny. you go by the doctor. How weird is it? <laughs> it all comes full circle. So, has your dad told you about him knowing him knowing Bubba? Did y'all talk about that before you started working? Here? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Does he have any stories about Bubba when he was younger? Um. Well, we're in different grades, Rick. So oh, okay. Yeah, not, not many. Yeah. I think all he's talked about, he said, I mean, did you play baseball in high school? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I think yeah. that's all he said. Like, that he remembered you playing baseball. And was baseball. homecoming king. Let's not leave that out. Oh. Yeah. Barely, barely beat out Dennis Holmesley. Oh, he's close. <laughs> was it three votes, two votes? I can't remember. He, told, he told me I, I that think one. Donnie Webb threw the one vote we dated my way. 
Dang them. <laughs> I love it when real names are used. <laughs> Thank you, Donnie. That's one of my favorites. But I've heard everything from three votes all up to one. Right. Well, it just depends on who's telling the story. Right. So, uh, <laughs> changes. Changes. Yeah. So what do you take away from here, and where do you go next? Um, well, from here, I'm going back to the University of Alabama, where I'm going to be doing another internship with the news station that's in the stadium on, mm-hmm. on campus there, mm-hmm. WVUA awesome. 23. Yeah. But uh, what I take away from here. Coming your way, Don boy. Oh, um, I don't know. I mean, I have a pretty good understanding of a lot of the things around here. Adler's helped me a lot with the understanding the video side of things, which is more of what I want to do. Yeah. So uh, hopefully I can take that into my next internship and use it. Did, was there anything you did? You learn things, uh, maybe about topics that you never really thought that much about. Oh yeah, absolutely. I the good th- one of the things I really noticed about this job was that I'm always up to date on everything, and I've never okay. been up to date on things. Like I, I've <laughs> never been, a, I've never been a news guy. Yeah, like, yeah. super, yeah. super into like just watching the news. But when I got here. Boy, did I learn the news. Yeah. yeah. Did, well, you like me too, because when I was your age, I honestly didn't know. I, I barely knew who the president was and uh, and, and, and couldn't <laughs> have cared less. Yeah. But when you start finding out how important it is and what's really going on, there was almost a certain amount of – I know where you were uninformed, right. but there was a certain – you've heard it, ignorance is bliss. Yeah, you just yeah, didn't care. Yeah, yeah. once you know – And there was a certain happiness that went with that. Right. Then yeah. you kind of have a little bit of a burden put on you. Yeah, you do. You know? Yeah. I mean – but but it's good to know because you're going to need to know. Yeah, that definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, trust me. When you start paying taxes uh, more than you've already yeah, paid, you're invested. Dude. You'll really care then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you did a good job, uh, yeah, Hash did. Brown yeah. Hero. And I, I think Hash Brown Hero was the first intern we've had that I'd actually seen a news story about him before he got here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Good old Waffle House. Oh, Waffle House. <laughs> the Waffle House of legend. That's right. <laughs> yep. That was a weird story. Jeter, Jeter, egg beater. That's it. Like it. There he goes. Uh, he's, he'll still work the rest of the day and tomorrow, but there's his exit interview. Get ready, world. Hash Brown Hero comes, comes out of there with a, a degree in common sense. He now has a superpower. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Listening to the Radio Revolution, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Welcome to another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Here we go. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Osama Big Noggin, and Hash Brown Hero are all here. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for joining us for yet again another broadcast hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, and we appreciate it. How do you feel about I Am Santa Claus? I've been missing it. Come on. 
Claus by Bob Rivers. There it is. Uh, so, moving forward on the program, now I know that the real Greg Burgess has taken just about every movie that's based on a true story yep. and has destroyed it for everyone. <laughs> Thanks, um, Greg. Prepare yourself as he begins to dissect Remember the Titans because uh, Herman Boone, uh, the coach that was portrayed by uh, Denzel Washington in Remember the Titans, has passed away at the age of 84. Herman's gone. Her- Herman Boone has gone on in, and uh, of course Greg will, will take that movie. And I no, love, I, mean, I love this day. movie. It's one of these movies that every time it's on, I'll watch. Yeah, every time. Yeah, I like it. And uh, I love the movie. Uh, I love the story. Of course, Greg's ruined it. But- no, I didn't. I was just, I didn't make <laughs> the facts up. There's just they change it. It's, we know how they do. Did not know that his wife runs a funeral home. Did you know that? No, I did not. I didn't either. I Ruined didn't it, Greg. It says at the bottom, Boone's wife, who operates a funeral home, is currently making the arrangements for his burial. And the That's movie, the movie wasn't exactly, uh, didn't exactly follow the facts for us. Well, that's what Greg wrote Hollywooded yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. Well, let me ask you something it, though, Greg. And how John? That's all right. I mean, it's a little crazy. If somebody you way. know, somebody's enjoying something and it's sweet, <laughs> and you're like, "Hey, look at that! They're having a good time." Do you well, fight the urge to ruin it? Well, at least I mean, this one wasn't like, like for Helmsy and I, we we loved the <laughs> Look, the movie, and then you came in and ruined everything. It's Which a Disney. You- it's a Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus because Disney did it. So we watched it the other day, and once it gets to the Bertier accident, I cannot watch it anymore because of you, Greg. Because right. of you, because it, I do really not finish. I do not the finish the movie because of the Bertier Thanks, thing. Isn't that right? Yeah, you took the the Gary Bertiers. I say his name. Yeah, Bertier. He actually was injured after they'd already won, won the state championship and actually played in the state championship, and that may be the most damning fact. Yeah, that and, Greg, and didn't they? I can't Greg, remember. There's been so many, and didn't they win the championship in a blowout? It was a and blowout. on the movie they act like it was close. It was game. a blowout. Which is and, not that big a deal. And you you know what Coach Boone said? What? He said the degree of racial tension was also exaggerated. Yeah, God, I mean it was there because of the times, but it it was it was almost cartoonish the way they did it yeah and the he said it wasn't to that level greg let me ask you of these football movies uh, no I mean, Wh- which I one do you feel like which one do you feel like got off the script the most Don't remember the titans blindside Blind or rudy oh wow i probably blindside mm-hmm. i mean because michael orion said it look he said i wasn't that bad Right, portray- and just the things like her going bowing up to gang members and calling the coach on the sidelines. Right. Like, right, I mean, come on. But she, you met he, her when she was in here. She's, uh, uh, she's Sandra Bullock. Oh, you know, yeah. had had her down. I she think did. pretty close. You talking she about really he, you talking about Hugh Freeze is going to take a phone call from her on the sideline? Yeah, no, I don't think that's going to happen. Hmm. Well, well, I'm sorry. And that's a terrible punt. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I'm, the guy in the stands hollering stuff, you know, yeah. and then he right. takes his boy and runs him 100 yards and throws him over the fence. Right. Yeah. Right. And Rudy, really, the only one in Rudy is the fact that he the, the jersey's being turned in. The, the other, that didn't have and plus and, and the guy Ear, that Ear, works at the stadium was made up. He was made up. That's right. He was. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that he was offsides. But yeah, but but the um, but yeah the whole jersey thing didn't. It's an angle. Well, they, did, it's, they it's didn't. Angle, they didn't call him. He looks like he's. They offsides. didn't call him offside, so that play actually happened. They right. show you the highlight of that, so Correct. that really did happen. Right. 
Is he offsides? You know, probably nobody cares because they just run the clock out at this point. But <laughs> the next uh, thing y'all can tell me is else not real. No, that's real. <laughs> the, hmm? Buddy, that's yeah. real. But Buddy I, the F. But I love Remember the Titans because – It's a good movie. I will tell it's you this. It's not that corny. It's got a few moments. What about Brian's song? How close was it? <laughs> you know, I've never you really know, dissected When I was one. a kid – Because that we didn't do that back then. We just took it at <laughs> <laughs> – That, that <laughs> movie used to just tear you up when you yeah. was a kid. Can, this, we, can we not enjoy this moment? Well, look, what's well, happening? That, that didn't happen. What's happening right now on uh, – And they also said that uh, Dan Devine was not that against him getting in the game. The way they portrayed him, all mad I, about it. Let me let me let me ask you this: both of I, uh, they came up with this scene of them turning their jerseys in the whole to, team to, illu- to illustrate yeah. that the team supported Rudy and was behind him. What about if what about if they were like, okay, that historically happened. The team was behind him, so to illustrate well, that, that we need to show like, them yeah. turning in jerseys. That makes you feel. They like. didn't really turn in jerseys, but the team was going, "Hey, we're out of here if you don't get couldn't it." They, couldn't they just they couldn't they just be for him? So you're I'm just telling saying me the team wasn't that'd make play. a good movie. So but. you're telling me the team wasn't going to play. I don't know. I'm just asking. Do you think maybe that's what the directors were going for? That maybe the story was the, there's that, a lot and, of artistic freedom. And Rudy, the real Rudy from the movie Rudy, yeah. when he was in here, <laughs> Rudy, uh, he talked about Rudy. how the team guys we him. guys we we actually talked to to the Irwin brothers on Woodlawn, which yeah. you know we have yeah. pers- personal tie to. And they said there's characters in here that are the compilation of like three different people. Correct. Yeah. Because right. they you got, only have so many. Men. Yeah. 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 And it's, so I'm and thinking a lot of that moments maybe, you have to make up. I mean, you got to make it entertaining. Not so I'm thinking maybe the team supported him and loved him, and that was their way of showing it. In no, the movie. I don't even think they liked him. So no, you got them hating. That's what him. I heard. Right. I'm gonna call Rudy the real Rudy. Well, if you make up people, hey if, hey, if you make up a gender stadium, you'll make up anything. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what. So, uh, so it was a bip to him, wasn't he? Him. Well, I will say this, and this is another thing you ruined for me. But up. well, because <laughs> see, I right, didn't, I way. didn't know what a bip was till I got here, <laughs> <laughs> and then watching the movie the whole time, I'm thinking. Well, Rudy was a bip to everybody. Yeah, he was. And so out. now, I, now right. I can't watch that because of this show. No, either. Can I? Can I tell you this? And this speaks. This speaks poorly. Rudy, this speaks poorly to me. Rudy. This speaks poorly to me, not to Rudy. Rudy from yeah. the real Rudy. This is a Rudy. dig on me, not a dig on Rudy. But when I played, oh. he would have gotten on my nerves yeah, to know it. Absolutely, the guys hey, getting hey, after. He hey, could not call him. And think about this. I'd have been like the hey, real Rudy. Hey, hero, we just practiced. The real Rudy was here. We had uh, the mom would, from. Uh, well, I, I wasn't here for Rudy. I was here for the mom. Blindside. You would have liked Rudy, yeah. the real Rudy from the movie Rudy, when he was here. Yeah, he Rudy. Like yeah, real Rudy. Can I tell you why you would like the real Rudy? Let's hear it, from Rudy. the movie Rudy. You know you're about to play <laughs> because because he said Rudy. openly that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Oh, right. So he didn't real Rudy. Yeah. But he did say, "No I'm kidding." You're tore up about them jerseys. Because you got all I'm just asking. He got teary-eyed when I, he watched it. Okay, yep. now you got me being teary-eyed. You were. Throwing cheap, too. I don't know how. Hey, um, this is Rudy. I'm the real Rudy from the movie Rudy. Rudy, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba show. And I'm Rudy. Obviously, y'all didn't, y'all didn't write him a script. <laughs> mm. No. Hey, he got hung Greg. Rudy. Greg, we didn't want to write him a script just like the movie was scripted. the real Rudy from the movie Rudy. How was about he Rudy? slurring his R's, or was it just me? Rudy. Hey, this is Rudy. I'm the real Rudy from the Rudy. movie Rudy, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba show. I'm just think, right now somewhere he's somewhere, and he doesn't Greg have guy. a clue we're talking about him right now. Greg, you think? I, can, uh, I, I see us right now. Greg, I see us right now on the bench. Oh, yeah. 
I'm over for some reason. We for some reason we for some reason we ate crustaceans. I don't know why. Sure, <laughs> yeah, right. always. Yeah, and they were over eating crustaceans, and I'm looking at you, and they're just sweat pouring off of me. Uh-huh. And I said, "Let me tell you what's about to happen. <laughs> I'm about to I'm about to kill Rudy." <laughs> yeah, because he's out there getting after. <laughs> yeah. and we're trying to get through. It. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> hey, Rudy, it's a pass rushing well, drill. Settle down. And it, and it wasn't so, it wasn't just in the football. Oh, right. See, he was a bip wanting to paint them helmets. Yeah, he was. He, he, he was he, in the club, and he wasn't even allowed absolutely. To be. He was a bip to his parents and his right. brothers and sisters. Yeah. Even his girlfriend. I mean, all what of them. What about he got in the locker room and stood up and started doing new writing? That was a bit. We're going to give him a run. He had to stay in that little area. <laughs> you mean the real Rudy? Yeah. Would sneak in. That was a bit. The movie Rudy? From the movie Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. So what, don't to me, there's no. That. The, the only thing in Remember the Titans. Don't and be I, mad at me, Mr. Allen. Hey. <laughs> And yes. I and I dread bringing this up to you, Greg, because I know that your facial expression is going to change because be this is extremely difficult for you. This is okay, hurting. I'm going through them. Remember, the Titans is almost purely okay, except when the big old fat white lineman starts trying to sing soulful with the African American players. Yeah, yeah, good. That's a hard scene. That's a hard scene. And when they do that stupid dance coming on the field. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we pictured. Yeah. I tell you why I like Remember the Titans because I like Denzel Washington. He's one of those actors Anything like Robert Duvall. If he's in any movie, I give it a shot. I do. That's but, a good one. Can you honestly say you've ever seen a bad Denzel Washington? No, movie? I can't. If Denzel Washington's in a movie, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Oh yeah. You give him if he's in it, you at least try. It. I would like to have lunch with him one day. I like to hang out with him. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes now past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show, making our way to the big year ender tomorrow. Don't forget also this weekend the final uh, edition of Rick and Bubba University for the year. James Fan uh, will be our profile. We'll talk about James and his history with the show, and uh, James uh, the person, uh, some of the more historic weather moments he's been involved in, uh, his new book that is out. All that uh, James Span on Rick and Bubba University coming up. This weekend, it'll be available to you when you wake up for a new day. If you haven't seen yesterday's Rick and Bubba daily documentary, it's on our YouTube channel. Go there and and watch it. Uh, so, Greg, someone asked a question, and this is a little bit different in my opinion. Uh, they said it, it's kind of interesting that from a based on a true story football movie, Herman Boone from Remember the Titans, the real person, dies at eighty four. Just a few days ago, radio. He did. Uh, you know, portrayed by Cuba Gooding Jr. and another good movie too. based on a true story football movie. I'm sure there's a lot of exaggerations and I hadn't given it a lot. Right. People are asking, can you take these? Because this is a really kind of an interesting conversation here. Do you consider those? Because somebody said, well, these celebrity deaths no. come in threes. Are these celebrities? I don't think these are celebrities. Now, now. Could, could famous football fo- movie Football uh, movie people, characters? Could you, could you, could that, be next, could right? you put a three? Who could be next? <laughs> could be Rudy. Could be. Oh man. Well, I mean, we hope not, but I no. mean, it's uh, well, it could be. I mean, could, I don't know how he's feeling today. Could be Adam Sandler. Oh, I'm sorry, that wasn't the true. No, that we're not talking about Bobby. No, it has to be. Great movie, it can't yeah. be the actor. It has to be the real person. Exactly. Right. 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 So, um, okay. Got to keep you three. You're right, in order. though. That mm-hmm. is odd. Right. Would you consider because you really didn't know who he was, like the head football coach on Friday Night Lights? <laughs> I know. Would you consider you said his name? But I think it does qualify. What about Billy Bean, Moneyball? 
What if he passed? Mm, I hope not. He doesn't care. I can tell that. Well, I, y'all, y'all brought it up. I don't, I don't know if that that's be, one of my I'm, favorite. That's my top five movie. Right I'm open. There, I'm open ball. to that. I don't know the night. I got to ask you a it question. Is. Did yeah. you just kill Rudy? I think I did. He said Rudy. I, I don't appreciate that. No, what I'm saying is, who it, else is alive? If if radio passed away, which that did happen, the real person. Man, we've got a bunch of. And Herman Boone has passed away, a real person. Yeah. If you follow this line, there should be another well-known sports story. I just gave you one. That, Y'all that, got mad at me. Uh, no, I, I agree with you. Uh, that that <laughs> is going to pass. Now, I guess I was caught, kind of caught up in keeping it inside football, which that doesn't make any sense. But I think that's what I was doing. Okay. But but no, Billy Bean would would count. I would think. I see you're making up for I'm it. Done, no, I, I, I watched so many. I, what was the one? The guy from Texas. Remember, I watched it. That played. Oh yeah, everybody. Meant a lot, didn't it? Everybody, everybody, uh, everybody's everybody's all American. My, my favorite no. player, or what it was called. Some, hey Rick, it wasn't called my favorite player, buddy. How about you know what's so bad? Rick? <laughs> <laughs> that and the one about the big offensive lineman from Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. I've watched both those movies and oh, I can't yeah. recall any of it. I can't either. I can't even remember the. I name. remember seeing a documentary so about the kid from Arkansas, but I don't remember a movie. Bullsworth or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I watched the movie. The movie was. I good. remember when he played because he had them big glasses. Yeah, on. yeah. We exactly. interviewed that actor that you would know him in every movie, but yeah. you don't know his name about that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He played his brother in the movie. Right. So, uh, so if 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 you know if. That one and the one we're talking about is supposed to be a story about this overachiever that played for Texas. Did he lose his leg? Yes. Cancer or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. And I can't remember what his name was. Texas. And who's what about the, who's the famous coach at Texas that started the wishbone? A lot of yeah. people say Daryl Royal. Yeah. And he, the guy's portraying him in it. What about Michael Orr in the blind side? No, that would count. Oh, it would. That would big time count. My own. I don't, I don't want to. Is I don't, he retired? <laughs> My All American. So yeah. I was close. I said everybody's All American, but it was my All American. Everybody's All American was the Dennis Quaid Dennis movie. Dennis Quaid movie. Correct. Which, which is, is not an excellent based, movie. Yeah. Which is, is one it based story on now. No, but what a, the Grey Ghost. <laughs> yeah. Did you? That's know one of my favorite movies. I love that movie too. Because I know real the message unco- is trying to send. Real uncomfortable when he starts fading away and starts oh, trying to bring man. up his stories. What about when he went on the field and thought the crowd was going <laughs> Oh, Greg. That was bad. <laughs> what a terrible What scene. movie was that? Everybody's All American with Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Matter of fact, that's where Michael Papajohn walked into the movie industry. He did, he did stunts. Uh, for that I, movie. I know I've seen it, but I can't. They shot it at LSU yeah, he, when Michael Papa John was right. playing he baseball. Was play, he was a player at LSU, and he was really good and real humble. And he'd talk about people. Hey, look, you know, don't you know? Let this define who you are. And you know, once your time's up, your time up. But then he falls under the O. Then he fell under the O. Okay, so nobody cares about me anymore. Then he started being everything you hated. Yeah, somebody that that's said a really that. good movie. It is. What about Herb Brooks? Has he already passed? I don't know the hockey. Right. Oh yeah, he has. He, he, he did. Pop. Okay. Yeah, but so that thanks for that. Long Greg. time ago. That's good. Thank I, you, Greg. I want to. I, I want to let everybody know we're just talking he about what if. We're came. not trying to kill oh, off really? people no. and then un- and then try the, to unkill them. If you want to blame wow. anybody, blame the emailer that asked the question. Yeah, yeah. We're just yeah, talking right. here. Yeah, it's, we don't wish anybody. This dead. is just a little chit chat. No, no Speedy. I don't. I don't. We're saying we're on record that we we said if 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 these people pass. Would that be now a third death inside right, right. movies based on true stories about sports? Then you got Tom Cruise with Jerry Maguire. No. Oh, wait, no. What about Will Smith? <laughs> I, it's got a Ali. Uh, no, that movie well, was too they, weird. Ali's already died. <laughs> We're talking about the actual person uh, that portraying yeah. that. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you ever tried to watch kidding. that? That's a weird movie. That took it a is. weird angle to <laughs> it. I didn't like it. I was excited about that movie because yeah. I just wanted to see the story of Muhammad Ali. And then Very they made yeah. it all weird. They yeah. did. Yeah, yeah it got a little good one. Yeah. I thought Will Ferrell did. I mean, Will Ferrell. Will Smith did a good job. Yeah, he, did. He, did. he did. What about Kevin Costner for Love of the Game? <laughs> I don't think that was a real person. What about the guy? No, what? That's, what, my, um, that's yeah. my theme over here, Greg. <laughs> what he about him in uh, Field of Dreams? 
<laughs> do, do y'all, do y'all care about yeah, Kevin Costner? Joe. Do you like Kevin Costner and the Cleveland Browns one about where he was yeah. supposed to be the – I like the he's GM. The GM. Ooh, I wow, you really jumped out of seat on that Draft one. day. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What if Ricky Bobby – That is a good movie. What if the real Ricky Bobby done that Will Ferrell played? How did, tell me about draft day, Greg. <laughs> That's fantastic movie. Somebody tell me it had a lot of language. It does. Wow. Right? It probably well, yeah. Does, but, what mean, about Mark Wahlberg, Invincible? That's yeah, good. Well, that guy, that Vince Eagles. Papali, would qualify. <laughs> Vince, he would. Uh, he would. He one hundred percent. He he is possible. It's a fantastic yep. movie. I love that movie. God, it's a good movie. I love that movie. You can get it on Disney Plus too. I don't like it when he goes back and plays backyard oh. ball with his buddies while he's already on the Eagles. I don't like I, it. See, and I, I don't. There's a part of me that never thinks that happened. It didn't happen. No, it didn't happen. Are you serious? <laughs> Greg, don't, don't you know better than that. By the way, I got an issue with the. And he didn't act like his car wouldn't crank when his friend what's, came to jump him off when he what, told him he made the team. Greg, Greg, Greg what's the, what's the uh, what's what's the coach? What's the coach that was there and then went up Vermeil? To me, I don't like the casting there. You don't. I don't yeah. buy him. I, don't Greg I thought he did a good job. I don't. I don't buy him. I'm Greg Kinnear is not Dick Vermeil. I'm disagreeing with you. Uh, I don't buy it. You, you just never bought it. I never did. I said, that's terrible casting. What is that? I really think Marky Mark played for the Eagles, but I don't buy Greg Lanier. Right. <laughs> what about Art LaFleur as Babe Ruth in the Sandlot? I mean, wow. Okay. When he came back from the dead, that was awesome. <laughs> um, Babe Ruth's already dead. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. What about Coach uh, Chester and Ladybugs? By the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ladybugs. Uh, I'm not joking you, and I'm so sorry to throw our intern under the bus, but we got to be careful about confusing people when, you, when we talk about celebrity deaths. At the end of last segment, he goes, so wait, Denzel Washington died? <laughs> no, y'all. And I was like, no, no, no. no. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. A newborn king to see. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Our finest gifts we bring. You can reach us at eight six six. We be big. Here's things you need to know. Gift number eleven. Uh, we've already given that away today. Will of Meat has already spun this week. Big Year Ender comes up tomorrow, and gift number twelve of the twelve working days of Christmas happens tomorrow. If you were ordering uh, something out of the Rick and Bubba store, mm, yesterday was the cutoff to get a guaranteed delivery by Christmas to you or the person you're buying it for. Now we're in the we're at the point where you know, if you're ordering stuff, can't really guarantee Christmas for you. But if that doesn't matter, certainly still there. Um, all right, so Bubba, a couple things uh, that we were going to talk about. Uh, first of all, everything Denzel Washington is fine. We're talking about Herman yeah, Boone, okay. yeah, the yeah, actual yeah. person. Huh. Uh, some of you are not understanding huh. Huh. what we're talking about at all. Someone, I didn't help. I didn't help. Well, no, some, you you heard cute. us there. Like I was that. trying to be cute. Somebody, 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 has, somebody has emailed and said, what about Pat Sullivan? Was there a movie about Pat Sullivan? I, did I, uh, it, it's about no. people that were portrayed in movies. By other people. By mm-hmm. other people, and then that actual person passes the, away. The historical mm-hmm. character. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah not right. the actor. Right. So there you go. And And there has to have been a movie made about him. Correct. Yeah, right. That, 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 yes. that was it. Now maybe there was a, a a Pat Sullivan movie that I didn't know about, but I don't I don't know of one. Don't do, do you? Huh? Not no. that I know of. Really. Um all right, so speaking of football, so have you <laughs> we were talking about the story in the break about Tom Coughlin has been removed 
uh, as the executive vice president of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, he's always been a rough cop. Boy, he has. He's he's hey. rough as a corn cob. He is a rough cop. He was. You remember when he coached the Giants? Of course, he he had some really good teams. He did. Won a couple of Super Bowls. Yeah. But he, uh, you know, he, he remember he'd come in, he'd have be all red faced. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was just tough. He was. Yeah. He just wasn't a very happy looking person. I like any coach that gets frostbite and keeps on coaching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so he's seventy three now. Ruin that one, Greg. And he's been uh, removed They're have a movie about him coming out. for exorbitant fines and disciplinary measures uh, going all the way back to 2018. And they've pulled one out that seems to kind of be what they're going to use as the billboard of showing that, in their opinion, uh, he could overdo it a little bit. Defensive end Dante Fowler was fined more than $700,000 for missing a mandatory appointment with the team's trainer. $700,000 thousand well, dollars this way. for not going to treatment i don't know what dante is on the pay scale but maybe he was looking percentage wise maybe dante makes so much money that in order to get his point across i mean that sounds like a lot or of maybe, money but maybe percentage this wise a, by what he makes yeah. maybe it's not that much or maybe it was a second or third offense could be yeah. you know we don't really know but like i say the guy that's making league minimum with that kind of fine as opposed to the guy who's making top dollar you know maybe it's one of those situations so the the team is saying that this this combined with their five and nine record has led to his dismissal. Uh, the team's owner thanked him for his years of service to the organization, but also hinted that his spat with the players' association had something to do with the timing of his termination as well. Back to what we were talking about is the play- and and the uh, the players' association they didn't like Tom. <clears throat> they, they thought he, he they was, did not like his practices, Rick. They they thought he he was over the top and unfair. Like so uh, so and he, uh, mm-hmm. you know Shaka Khan, who owns the uh, Jaguars, <laughs> <laughs> um, Shaka. 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 Oh, Shaka. he he put out a statement thanking Coughlin for his time and uh, remembering that he was the first coach there and putting him on the map. But he said now that the general manager and the head coach will report to him directly mm-hmm. on an interim basis. I guess he's he's thinking he'll do a Jerry Jones. That's what I was going to say. Does he think he's Jerry Jones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's worked so well for them. Why not? Yeah, Jerry's give him an idea. Hey, you mean I can do that? Well, uh, look, let's face it. They were five and nine. So yeah. yeah hey, look. You know, any change you do, you go. It can't be much worse. If you're fourteen and zero, nobody cares what Tom's doing. Yeah. Uh, no, they tell the Players Association to have a Coke and a smile. Yeah. Uh, so then we had another firing of Colorado radio host. Yeah. Uh, wow. So uh, saying that the, the the host said they were tired of the Trump impeachment uh, nonstop coverage wall to wall, and he made the comment uh, that maybe it could be interrupted by a nice school shooting. Um, that, not uh, very smart. Not, no, uh, not, not, not very well, responsible. We like to walk up to the edge of now and then, but there's mm-hmm. there's areas that you might want, especially you, in Colorado. Yeah. The uh, Denver talk show radio show has been canceled. <clears throat> the co-host – oh, the whole show got canceled. Mm. Uh, hey, don't you know they're looking at him like things? Yeah. Look, I, the guy shouldn't have said that. No. But still, I don't know that uh, it's well, this I, level, too. If I there's agree. a passing comment or something, we're – Look, free speech is just taking a just being cut up with an axe right now. We I think we got to really be careful. Oh yeah, probably where the this lo- is going. Probably the location too to do that in oh, Colorado. No, Come not, on, it yeah, wasn't yeah. a good idea. No, it's a bad obviously. idea. And, and yeah. I mean, obviously he was joking. Man, right. he went for the life. And yeah, he did. Well, you just, but I don't know how that's funny. I don't no, know. It's not. Look at me, but no problems. Yeah, so much. So he um, he said um, uh, talking about the never-ending impeachment of Donald Trump. 
According to the Colorado Times reporter, the quote was, you know, you just wish for a nice school shooting right now to interrupt it. So, I will say this, and I'm not going to that level, but I got to watching some of it. Mm-hmm. What a joke. I'm talking about both sides. Everybody yield me 30 seconds and you this and that, and they're hollering, and, what, and, and, and they rotate them, so each a different opinion, yeah. you know. And mm-hmm. this side says the exact same thing. This side says the exact same thing. we got 50 people. They're all saying the same thing. Well, well, we just and, got and, over and you know, again, just from a fairness process, they're trying to decide. Most all of those people knew how they were going to vote yes, before there was one vote. witness, just like in the Senate right now. Had nothing to they're do. debating the rules. Are we going to have witnesses? Ain't change a thing. Uh, you know, Chuck Schumer says we can't rush this process. We got to have witnesses. You got to give us fair access to witnesses. Yeah, it's, it's and, and you know, Mitch McConnell's going. You're joking, right? After what you did over here on the other side, you think we're going to have a fair and impartial thing here? And same thing. Everybody mm-hmm. knows how they're going to vote right now. Nobody's going to change your mind. No. Uh, so why are we even fooling with it? You know, that was that kind of the question was again. The, it, you're right. That yesterday was a complete waste of time. Yeah, it was. Uh, telling you what happened after the guy Yield made me 30 it, seconds. Uh, <laughs> when the guy said this, because I wonder what did the rest of the show did. Well, undoubtedly right. one of his co-hosts is his wife. Oh. Uh, and she said, don't even, don't even say that. No, don't, don't even say that. Don't call us. Chuck didn't really say that. And then he quickly backtracked and said, well, I want it to be a school shooting where no one was hurt. Um, so, so there was a, oh, whoa, buddy, Ooh, buddy, hey, wait, hey, wait, 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 see. Good gracious. Hey, well, here's an idea. They don't have a delay. I mean, I mean if, yeah, if, dump if, yourself. I know. If one of we us, dumped ourselves. If one we of have. us, if one of us had said that and I'd have been like, eh, yeah, yeah. And then we say, eh, I don't know about that. Um, they don't, they don't have a delay. Evidently not. Come on. But well, they didn't use it. Yeah. But, um, but so anyway. There. But but you're, to your point, Bubba, that that is a horrible thing to say. That that's yeah, that's clear. Yeah. But man, this thing now where you've got to live. You know, I talk about I don't like eggshell people in general. Well, we've now become Ooh. an eggshell society. Yeah. You know, you know, you know those people you're around. You have to watch every little thing you say because any little thing you say, even if you know, it can be con- misconstrued into some kind of dig or comment or. You know, and now what we're doing is everybody's waiting for you to say something. Then you, you, know, it's okay to go. Oh man, you know, I didn't think that through. I hope nobody gets hurt. You know, I don't really mean that. But you, all I'm really meaning is, wow, they, this is they're going on about this. And there was a day that everybody would have said, well, probably not the thing to say. But everybody moved on. Yeah, man, you know? I shouldn't have said it. It but, definitely wasn't the thing to say. But but now we but don't. Now even, we you're don't just even, waiting for a gotcha, and then your whole career's over. Right? And like yeah, they you, go ahead and pull the trigger and fire him, and they haven't even waited for the outcry yet, or. Like I said, I'm with Bubba Free Speech, and if if that's offensive enough, these people are going to – you're not going to have a job because nobody's going to support you if it's that offensive. Right? Well, it's, you know? it's just got bizarre because we you know, we were told for a long time that pornography and all this had to be protected oh, yeah. under free speech, and, and now you have somebody utter a joke, a bad one, out of place joke, and they're fired. I mean, he has no income now. He's going to you know, be untouchable, I probably not. I just – I don't know. It's uh, it's it should have said it. Shouldn't have said it. We all agree that. I just don't know if that is a little quick. Yeah, and if the public was suspended for a, a period yeah. of time or whatever, you know, what's wrong with a good suspension? But again, he could get on there and say much worse than this, and nobody would say a thing. Oh, no, you're right. It's like, it, 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 there, there's Absolutely. there's there. We don't. Or say, he could be playing a song that plays on a lot of radio stations about beating up women or something. Nobody would care. Nobody said one. No, They'd right. call and request it again. No, you're right. You're right. We pick and choose. <laughs> That's a good one, please. And what he was saying is we need a news event to get this off the, the screen. He just picked one. He that picked them. And, and it's it's one that's, you know, very touchy, especially to people in Colorado. I got that. Yeah. But still. I, I will handle this, you know, talking about this is this is a year America. I'm just not going to play it because we're getting to the end of the year ender. Have you seen this ACLU story? Boy, yes. oh. I saw, have we? 
Well, the the key is I'm not, I'm not going to get into all the the details. You can talk about it in general, but you know, I never thought that our country. Yeah, that's what we're debating now. Would collapse over restrooms. I mean, it's like we can't figure restrooms out. I mean, we're, we've so lost our way, we can't even Rick, figure out a We restroom. can't figure out what our gender is, even with the own ability mm-hmm. to look down and check ourselves. Right. And, and, and that, even in that weird world, there's no way this is a problem. This yeah. is people are trying to be sharp. They're yeah. wanting men's restrooms to have products available that only women's restroom would have available because they're saying the fact that men's restrooms – I want you to listen to this. <laughs> this comment, don't have these products available, it's it's saying to the world that women are the only ones who need them, the only people who get pregnant, and the only people who nurse. And I say that's correct statement. There's a reason why the, the, that our society thinks that, because that's true. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I know, again, I'm just, I don't, really? I can't even. I mean, no this matter is, what you think mentally, physically. <laughs> physically, yeah. there is no need for these products in the men's room. No. Yeah. Well, it's almost like saying that women are the only ones that need these. Well, they are. Yeah, that's <laughs> and that's, that's what we're saying. That's <laughs> right. uh, like having a standing urinal in the women's restroom. They don't need that. No, I think what they were saying, Rick, was they want it there in case the women want to go to the men's restroom. Oh, that's what that's that's what they're exactly. long term. What they're saying. Yeah. But we'll we'll take your phone calls Rick next. And Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is nine minutes to the top of the hour. There's the phone troll music and taking phone calls. Hash Brown Hero getting ready to graduate from Rick and Bubba University. All ten lines are available. So you can get in right now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. As you are you know, going ahead and getting lined up and ready to chat about any topic you want to, uh, and if you dial now, you will get in. I want to say hello to our golden ticket seat guest today. Uh, old friend Perry Lane Mullinax is here. Known Perry Lane um, most of her life. And she's brought Joshua Andrews in here today. Uh, and uh, they're visiting the program, watching the show. Perry Lane, good to see you. And Joshua, nice to meet you. Uh, and old Rick and Bubba veteran Andy Palace is here. Andy's having a birthday today and also your anniversaries today, too. Uh, what did it say? But it says anniversary. Yeah, anniversary is coming within ten days. Within so ten days, he's celebrating it all. Do you, he, do you, want, do you want the Do you want the song? Yeah, he wants the song. One, two, happy anniversary, baby! I got you on my mind. I got a check. Rick, cool. uh, there it is. Uh, they pick up a pound of Buzzbox coffee, and they also take home with them a Rick and Bubba double CD today. Uh, I do want you to know also. Uh, you know, I told you the store. Uh, we're kind of missed the window for you to order and us guaranteed by Christmas now. But here's another good idea. Uh, have you ever thought about subscribing to Blaze Television? Uh, Blaze TV is running a special right now. Uh, of course, this uh, you, you get an hour of the Rick and Bubba show there. Uh, you get all the other great programming, uh, you know, Mark Levin and, and Crowder and, and uh, you know, Phil Robertson. And there's, there's a number of incredible shows on there that you'll love. Uh, if you'd like to try it right now, you can use this promo code blazetv.com slash Bubba. BlazeTV.com slash Bubba. Uh, your promo code is Bubba20Off, and that gets you uh, uh, $20 off an annual subscription, and it gets you a 30-day free trial. So if you want to do that, go to BlazeTV.com slash Bubba, and maybe that would be a great way to start the new year as well. Uh, so 866-WE-BE-BIG for final phone calls. Now, looking ahead to tomorrow, if this is your last hour uh, to be with us, Bubba, tomorrow is the big year ender. The big year ender. 
Can you believe that uh, we're ending another? I'm with Greg, uh, and I think you've said it too. I know that as we get older, and you've explained probably why, um, that things seem like they happen much quicker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Christmas to me was like maybe two months ago, Hmm. last Christmas. And now it is already back. This year may have gone by faster than any year I can remember. Yeah, well, I think it's all relative. You know, as you live longer, a year is a smaller amount of time to you. Is there there any way that an hour is not a true hour anymore? Well, no. I mean, you've lived more hours, so an hour is not as long. Yeah. That's what the real Rudy said. (laughs) (laughs) And, Greg, we did a story about this. What was it last year about when you get older, how time goes by fast and you just get into routines? It's like all the stuff you see daily, you just fast forward through it in your mind. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I can knock out a week like it's nothing. Oh, when somebody tells me yeah. something's a week from now, I'm like, well, that's tomorrow. <laughs> right. When I was a kid, if something was a week away, oh, a week. Well, this year flew by, but I mean, really from the beginning of football season this year. Gone. Uh, you know, when it was, we had triple digits into mid-September this year, and then it seemed like it got real cold, and boom, it was Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm. Yeah. Happened quick. Yeah. It, it, I'm, I'm, like right I'm, now, I remember telling Speedy we were, we were doing something on the show six months ago, and I said, it will be Christmas before you know it. Yep. And here it is. And here it and is. And like right now, I'm telling you guys, it's going to be Valentine's Day and 4th of July like that. Oh, yeah. Boom. I mean, there's a lot. It, it's, it's been interesting um, at home, too, because I'm watching the boys right now, the two that have come home from college. I'm watching them try to make a case to their mother that they are spending the appropriate amount of time with us uh, because it's like – I mean, it's really almost like our, our house is a trial right now. And, like, the boys, you know, they're 20 and they're 18, okay? And, and I keep trying to tell Sherry – remember what I told her when we went to visit them in college? Sherry, when we stepped on this campus, we became the most uninteresting thing on this campus. Yep, that's right. And, and, and so I'm, I'm trying to, to prepare her for this. So they come home – well, I think she thinks – you know, it's back when, like, when they were little boys and they're they're out of school for Christmas and they're they're always there with you and you're always doing stuff and you're going out and and like she keeps like get setting herself up like I see her sending the text out like she's gonna have a, a Christmas movie tonight and we're gonna have dinner and oh you start seeing the various <laughs> I'm going over to so and so's and hey I've got this and <laughs> and I'm just like honey you, you got to quit setting yourself up for this <laughs> and she goes I, she goes well, and I said your sons I don't know how to tell you any straighter than this. <laughs> They really don't want to hang out with us that much. Yeah, and, and, and I said I'm not saying is. they don't want to hang out with We're us at all. We're all news. Yeah. We're all yeah. news. And, and, well, uh, yeah, I, I can and, remember, you know, being the same age. I mean, well, I mean, where do you think I'm drawing from? Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, it's kind of mm-hmm. like uh, it's uh, you know, you start thinking about free time now means free time to do stuff with friends, uh, and and to go out and do this and do yep. that, and we're playing basketball over here, and we're we're doing this, and 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 it's just like um, so. I I told her I <laughs> said they're at the age now, and you remember we talked about this. I remember when my two oldest went through the same age, you almost get to a point as a parent, and I'm not saying you don't, you stop parenting, don't misunderstand me, what we say still goes, but, I mean, you almost wish that your kids at this age had an agent, and you'd be like, hey, man, I'm going to talk to your agent about when y'all can have dinner here and yeah, right. you know, when, yeah. when, when, when y'all can come over and watch a movie and, <laughs> and uh, so we can plan it. I, and I told Cheryl, I said, Cheryl, I hate to tell you this, you're going to have to plan it. I mean, you're going to have to say, mm-hmm. like, if you're wanting them to watch a movie with you tomorrow night, you got to start planning that right now. Yeah, right you, get ahead of yeah, it. Yeah, you can't throw that out there in the middle of the day tomorrow and start. I mean, I said it's just going to be. I mean, I saw her poor little self last night with a. She came home with some food and there was just a carton over there sitting there with somebody's <laughs> food in it. That she said, "Well, I just thought he would eat dinner with us tonight." And then I get a 
I get a text from him. He's eating that spaghetti over at Ross's. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, Ross's. I said, well, well, <laughs> so real. I said, well, when did you let him know that? And she was like, well, when I was on the way home with dinner. I sure. said, well, yeah. buddy. And then I had to tell yeah. the son, if you're going to have eat spaghetti at Ross's, that's fine. Just let, you, let your mom know that earlier right. earlier in the day. Yeah. yeah. And she's like a four hour window. Yeah. She's finished, <laughs> she's finished her. Her day, and she's thinking she's driving home, and y'all are just waiting on her to come through the door. Yes, yeah, you know, and then y'all gonna run over and hug her and just say, "What are we doing tonight, mommy?" And it's just that's not where we are. No, and that's uh, still good. We it, it all can work. And then, of course, what was funny is to watch them last night, either by text or sitting at the table, making the case of the things they've already done. <laughs> they're, they're throwing out. We played Clue on this night. We yeah. had a game night. Remember, we we went out to the movie and saw that movie. We were really all the end. And remember, then we went out to eat together. Remember, we went and ate Japanese. You know, we did that. And remember when we first got home, we decorated the tree, and we did that. And I'm like, my gosh, they're making a case now. They're, they're, they're now presenting. And then when it was over, I looked at Sherry. I said, Sherry, that was not a bad presentation. You know, she yeah. said, well, I just wish they were with us more. I said, so you admit they have been with us. It just isn't, It doesn't seem as much as – Yeah, I mean, I understand it, yeah. her thought. There's yeah. no doubt. Well, I just, I just wish they would do more with us. And I'm like, what am I, Chop Wood? Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I liked when they weren't here so much, <laughs> and uh, and so uh, <laughs> myself, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, because what's happening now? When I was all she had, you know, I, it was like I, I was enough. But now that they're home, yeah, you know, then it's almost like, you know, I'm I, I keep looking at the calendar, but I, I mean, it's it's like uh, I said. Now what day y'all go back? Yeah. It's uh, January one. It's not mid January, is it? Huh. Well, y'all on a semester. Well, that baby before the six. Yeah, are y'all yeah. on, y'all on semester? Y'all on quarters, are you? And oh, um, my goodness. the uh, <laughs> <It's> too happy. <laughs> so, so anyway, it's a it's a different time of life. Top of the hour. If you're leaving us, talk to you tomorrow for the year ender. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.